Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome everybody to Monsters and Madness, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring some of the members and friends of the Hawk & Cleaver community. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please don't forget to head on over to hawkandcleaver.com where you can find an amazing community of creators and content, including novels, short stories, comics, podcasts, and merchandise. So, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Since we left off, you guys have successfully brought peace back to Russellton. There was goblins that had started uh, taking everybody's jobs and kind of running the city itself. Uh, but you managed to track them down. You managed to uh, semi-kind of um, pull the wool over their eyes with a, with a fake meetup to try and uh, get some more information on their boss. And uh, although there were some losses and some casualties, uh, you have successfully ridded Russellton of the goblin problem. Yes. With that, you guys started to make uh, preparations and progress in getting all the people that were captured and in the kind of underground caves back up into the city. Uh, and with that, we kind of go back and we dive pretty much straight back into it. So, maybe one or two, two days has passed since your big heroic victory, uh, with Chen, the tabaxi, uh, accidentally getting slaughtered in the process. Uh, her cleric friend and her warforge friend, Kenacha and Amit, have decided that they're going to pack up and start heading out. Before they obviously go, of course, they thank you for what you did and for being braver than they were and stronger than they were. The uh, other guys that were still there, uh, the drow wizard Malaquis, and the little uh, gnome in the grass skirt Brock, and the completely alopecia guy John, uh, are still out and about. They are still in the tavern. They haven't decided to pack up and leave yet. Now that things are going to get started back to normal, I think they're going to stick around to see what happens like you guys. Uh, Hendrik's broken leg has been healed up by um, Kenacher before she left. Uh, he's still hobbling a little bit. It's still, uh, although it is a magical fix. It's still uh, a little bit tender. 
and he has started to make preparations in repairing his uh, roof, which was a little bit scorched during the chaos. But apart from that, a couple of days have passed. Hendrik, the barman, has given you free lodgings until you feel like you need to push on or, or leave town. Free beer as well, or no, no beer? He, uh, he was he was thankful, but <laughs> you don't love Not after the poor prices we gave him for the last drinks. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. <laughs> so happy to pour money into the local economy. I guess. I mean, there's probably goblin and hobgoblin damage to many of the shop fronts around town that need to be repaired. So um, that's fine. Well, I, made I, paid, I paid my five silver, so that's fine for that shop. <laughs> I was going to say, is that included or not included in the damage that you guys did? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were damaging a lot of things. I mean, who was really on the street to take an inventory of these things? Probably better just to move on. Exactly. Okay. So, it is a, like, fresh and clean new morning as you guys kind of head down from the kind of first floor of the tavern, the winged horse. I would like to go find the oaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is this is a mystery that is leaving a hole in my very soul. That they gave us such fine gifts, or gave one of us a gift. Not looking at you, Mister Hammerhand. Uh, and I, I want to see. Where, where where they are? Do do they have a shop here like they told us they do? Are, are they are they gone? Did we not have this conversation? Or are they not? Were they not leaving Russelton? Or maybe they never arrived in Russelton? I don't I don't know, but it's it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> don't we have a ripped poster that shows half of an elvish person's face? Now I'm not wishing to to generalise here, but weren't they quite elven folk? Maybe they can help us uh, identify them if you run into them. Uh, DM, can you remind us, do we have the top or bottom half of this wanted poster? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I it's, have no is memory that who of it, is? it was. It was he the top. Around. It was the top because it was the very distinctive kind of uh, quite pointed eyes and just the tips of the ears. The elfy ears, that's right. You don't recognise elves by their chin? What a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> that's dwarves. You recognise dwarves by their chins. I mean, I'm, I'm they're usually covered in hair. I'm, I'm going to push you guys one way. Case I'm fine. I'm just saying that's that's still on my mind. Okay. Maybe we can maybe we can find Noted. like a, a yellow pages, or because of the world we live in, maybe all paper is slightly yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. We should, why don't we go out and look at the notice board that's yeah. outside? The oaks. There might you, be something there that might. You guys good for breakfast before we go? Just wave morning to John, not John Hendrick. Yeah, putting an order. Putting an order, check the notes board, get the quest, get the food. Let's do it. All right. He uh, will. Uh, he's already got some stuff going, nice. just in case uh, people start coming in. Uh, quite simple: some bacon, some eggs. He probably can whip up a coffee as well. It's good. Hearty adventuring nice. food. Most exactly, important meal of the day. What kind, of co- what kind of coffee can you do? Decaf, please. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have no decaf. It's, probably be- it's just probably black coffee. Okay. And so, you might milk. be able to find some milk. Yeah, what types of milk do you have? <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold the phone. 
<laughs> Lucy's getting flashbacks to work now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you? Yeah, now I can. Yeah, now I can start going into proper, proper milk-related details. Like I really wanted this campaign to go. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could relate this more to my regular life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Brace yourself, because I'm going to go into a detailed five-minute discussion of how this barman <laughs> makes your coffee. <laughs> Perfect. No, it is. It is a cup of mud. It is just brown liquid. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, while the bacon makes sure it's absolutely burnt to a crisp, the best way to enjoy it, shall we go and check the notice board? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or Aprex, you can just shout the oaks, oaks, as we walk around. You can. <laughs> oaks, oaks. I'll just throw in my voice. Yeah. This is sent the unseen servant. I sent the unseen servant. <laughs> to <laughs> to <show> look. <laughs> this day, it was so good. Look for an he, oaks. He, it was the invisible. Invisible. Ian ah. Visible. Ian Visible. Jesus. <laughs> thing is, now you've remembered the original name, but I forgot the name we had to make up when we couldn't remember that one. Invisible? Maybe. <laughs> Invisible Paul. Who knows? So we'll go out to the notice board, I guess. All right. There are two pieces of paper. And luckily... No goblins to steal them. The goblins did know better by now. We've killed every goblin we've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's take a look at them. Let's have a read. All right. Wave morning to some passers-by, if, if anyone's around them. Morning. <laughs> uh, no one yet. You're it's welcome. still quite early. And I don't think word spread throughout the entire town yet that everything's safe. Or it has, and people are still a little bit hesitant, waiting for someone else to make the first move. So in many ways, we're still helping, going out there, showing showing normality, business as usual. Exactly. Uh, yes, there are two pieces of paper. One of them uh, seems to be a slightly higher grade paper, slightly fancier, slightly nicer. And one of them seems to be uh, quite bit maybe older and maybe ripped from a piece of parchment like a spare scrap piece of paper that they've used for it would you guys like to look at one of them or both of them or just the first one which one do you fancy both please all right the fancier one is entitled uh resupplying uh you have a little quick read through it it seems the local alchemist Someone called Wiggins Silver Eyes is needs someone to help her restock her potion supplies. Hang about, is it because some potions went missing out of her shop Shut window? <laughs> it doesn't say. Yeah, get these questions out of your system now, guys. If we meet Wiggins Silver Eyes, we need to do our very best surprise face. <gasps> no! What's happened? What an atrocious price for such a potion. What? <laughs> Your window, you say? <laughs> the second piece of paper, the uh, kind of tattier parchment, uh, it seems like a person in the village known as Rada has lost her cat. Ah, bet it's a tiger. <laughs> I feel like we have some responsibility to the potion maker here. <laughs> 
I I think we're going to have to put this up because I'm for the cat. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I I'm I'm not bothered about revisiting the place where we stole from. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just check. Oraprax, are you are you okay? Like searching for a cat that's not too triggering right now? Oh shit! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I brought if it anything, it helps with the healing process. <laughs> I can't I can't avoid pussy forever. Yeah, that's true. So, and also, maybe, you know, I'm not one to stack quests, but maybe, you know, if the cat's not immediately available, we can just keep an eye out for it later on while we do something else. Should we start with the cat? Does anyone, anyone not want to help an animal? <laughs> <laughs> Carl? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's go climbing some trees. Let's get looking for some cats. Okay. Beautiful. So, reading the notice uh, that they put on a little bit. It explains uh, that a lady known as Rada is missing her white cat called Rice. Uh, she has her address as well. That is uh, written on the bottom of the thing if people need to go talk to her. And if they see or find the cat, she is willing to reward them. Let's see. She is winning a reward of two gold pieces. Okay. Are there any clues, or is it just find my cat? Yes. Uh, you can probably glean from this that the handwriting is a little bit scratchy, a kind of a little bit jittery. It's probably an elderly lady who's probably wrote this. What's her address? Her address? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One, two, three, quickly made up streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, just before we move on, how much, um, you know, we, 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 we've got a money. Not that anyone's a mercenary here. Don't, not, wouldn't cast that arrow on anyone. But um, how much is uh, Old Wiggins paying, does she say? Old Wiggins? Wiggins Silver Eyes. What's she paying for a resupply support? It doesn't say. Doesn't say. So I mean, what we can do is either go to the address and interrogate an old lady, or return to the scene of the crime, help stop potions, or we could just about face and find somewhere else to go. That is an option. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a quest board here. Maybe we should do some of the quests in town. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know where it'd lead. You look for a cat one day, yeah. Slaughtering Find, the next. <laughs> Find a cat the next day. He's slaughtering an old lady the next. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go to her address? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so what you can glean is that uh, she lives in one of the slightly bigger fancy houses that kind of almost look over the seaside area of this town. Ooh. Looks like her front garden of her uh, house is uh, quite nicely kept after, but from what you gathered that she might be quite an elderly lady it's probably she asks someone to do it for her on her behalf maybe one of the uh, kids who also lives in the res in the area uh, yeah her door is uh is shut uh so in all of her like windows and the shutters on her windows still she seems like one of the ones who's not 100 percent safe to go out yet shielding okay yeah who's, who's <laughs> the most like affable friendly approachable uh of our party I have uh, high charisma, but look like a demon. So <laughs> I, I have high charisma, but look like a dragon. 
Um, okay, I'll 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 just sort of head over there. Go for it. Knock, knock yeah. on the knock on the door, nice and gently. Okay, so on fire. <laughs> Knock on the door. Boo, goblins! No, not really. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of goblins. I'm definitely not going to do that. I'm definitely not going to do that. The door slowly creaks open, and you see quite a short lady, uh, quite stocky, quite round. She's got a little bit of a walking stick, uh, but this huge kind of bun on her head, just completely like bright white hair, and this huge ass bun that's almost the same size as her head. It's almost like she's almost going for like the snowman look. And she kind of pokes her little head out. She's like, hello. Hello. Um, we <laughs> read a note that you may have lost your cat, Rice. Oh, oh hey, I did. Um, we might be able to help you with that. Um, do you have any other information to tell us where you last saw Rice? Well, uh, he's he's white. He's a... Uh, he's... He's an adult, can't be quite big. You haven't found him yet, no? No, no, we, we just thought we'd come in and have a, have a word with you first, bef- you know, make sure everything was okay, and see if we could gather any information, maybe where he or she likes to go. Is it, is it a male cat, female cat? Yes, it's male. Male cat. So where does Rice like to go do you, do you, when he leaves your house? Well, he's mainly a house cat. House cat, right? Okay. With everything going on, and I was only getting my my grandson to go back and forth and get me bits, and I must have just left the back door open one day. I and I turn to I turn to Scamot and Oren and say, I think she's Welsh. <laughs> I don't know, her accent seems a little inconsistent to me. You're <laughs> Dude, I'm trying, alright? You want to try to pretend to be an old lady? It's good, it's good. Can you see? It's very good. Um, We're um, all rusty, come on. It's been, it's been weeks since we last played. <laughs> um, do we know. Um, I, I say I don't want to alarm the. Alarm. Nice, nice Rada here. Um, Maybe we can find out what um, what rice likes to eat, or you know, or things that this could help us lure him back in. He likes to eat fish. Fish. Very there good. Go. Okay. Cause he's a cat. Has, uh, <laughs> has, uh, has he ever gone missing before? Oh no! This is the first time. Uh, how, and, how um, did he get out? Do back, back door. Open? Back door. Okay. Classic. Has your grandson already been out looking for him? Yeah, he he went out for a little bit. But and where did he check? He went everywhere. He said he said all over town. Okay. Cat's in this house. Cat's dead in this house somewhere. Especially <laughs> 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 the old lady. <laughs> Oh god! Right, I don't think we should demand to search her house. So, not I'm, yet. I, yeah, I think we should just maybe have a bit of a stroll around town, have a bit of a look. If we come across anything cat-related, maybe we'll have a bit of investigation. Let's but, uh, let's, reassure, let's reassure rather that if if we if we find your cat, um, then we will bring him back safely. Yeah. And if we find that anything is awry with rice. Whoever 
has been responsible for his disappearance. He'll pay very dearly, I assure you. But I say that in a cheerful, non-threatening way, despite what the subtext might might indicate. And I smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She kind of um, nods and thanks you. I mean, the net, I mean, we could go to the seaside and try and catch a fish, or we could try and buy a fish somewhere in town. There's a a market. I so say we eat, we, we eat the bacon. We ask for a fish while we're eating the bacon. Oh, breakfast! Oh, yeah, kip, we could get, like, a kipper. Yeah, yeah. We'll, see, we'll see if Hendrix can do some kippers, and then yeah. maybe we'll go and see old Wigan Silver Eyes with the kippers with us. The fragrance of the kippers following us around town, eventually luring all kinds of cats. And if we find Rice or one that looks enough like him, then we'll take <laughs> it back then we'll take it back to Rada. Perfect. Perfect. And get two sweet gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. You can break dozens of windows with that. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. All the windows you can break. <laughs> Goodbye your own glazier's business. <laughs> Excellent. You guys are. So, what are you guys doing next? Breakfast to the winged uh, For our breakfast, for our bacon and eggs, and we're gonna we're gonna sweet talk uh, the the innkeeper for some kippers. All right. You guys head back. Uh, Hendrix there behind the bar, and he's like, "Where'd you guys go?" Uh, old, old lady missing cab. That's okay. We like our bacon burnt. And we're back now. Oh, good, because burnt it is. <laughs> it good. is burnt. <sighs> he presents you with the, the burnt bacon. The eggs yeah. have no dippy. They, the, the, the yolk's gone hard because it's been overcooked because you guys bug it off before eating breakfast. <laughs> the coffee's cold. Yeah, I eat today. ravenously. Yes. Uh, as, Hendrix, as do we all. Uh, these, uh, this bacon and eggs and coffee is, is fantastic, but we were wondering if you had any uh, kippers in the in the larder back there. Uh, we can pee. Let me go see. Let's roll for it. <laughs> roll for kippers. Roll for kippers. This well, is Dungeons and Dragons, and it's I'm, I'm a bit rusty. Is it a 20 year old? Oh no, I was rolling to see if he had kippers. Oh, I thought I had to like fight you for kippers. He has plus one on shopping, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus five on haggling. <laughs> he, uh, a couple minutes later, he comes back and he does have some dried kippers, uh, just like hanging on like little bits of string, like you would hang them up to, to cure and dry. He's like, I so happen to have some kippers, yes. What are we talking? Two coppers, three coppers. Well, all your breakfasts as well, and these kippers. Just call it a silver piece. Can I haggle with him? Oh, that's a fifth of a window. Go on then. <laughs> if you want to haggle, go for it. What? What do you want me to roll? Uh, so it'll probably be a persuasion. Persuasion. Okay. Proficient. <laughs> that's. I got a one. <laughs> Plus, I got, I got. They four. somehow become more expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke. Two, two silver pieces. Like, no, nah, yeah, just a silver piece will do. Uh, will it? Let's, okay, let's just give him a silver piece. <laughs> I'll, throw him, I'll, okay, throw, okay. I'll throw him a silver piece. He catches it, and he hands it. 
Right. How, how many kippers are there? Uh, there are two. Because I reckon we should like tie them to our belts or something like that. Gross. I, I think you can do that. I'm, I'm going to avoid, you know, tacking fishy crap onto my belt. But how are the cats going to smell it if we tuck it away in our backpack? I, we have to I, wear it out. I have the finest clothing, and I'm not going to sacrifice it for the smell of tuna. Oh, of course, you've got the you've got <laughs> you've got the blood-soaked clothing. Chen's <laughs> clothes, yeah. Chen's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to put one in my belt, hang it from my belt. Who else wants to join me in a bit of kipper uh, <laughs> kipper fashion, kipper accessorizing? Anyone? Hmm, not nope. so sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you can maybe you can holster a kipper on each hip and that'd probably offset your outfit a little better. Okay. Just like I, old west. Get it I, wield the kippers. Yeah, I'll, you can duel with the kippers and I will commit to walking along as we go all about our business Thursday and occasionally going Okay. Oren, I would like to wager a bet with you. If you are able to use those kippers in an effective way in battle at some point, who knows when we'll be in battle, I will give you two gold pieces. Okay, I I take that bet. It has to be creative. Okay. It has to be effective. Okay. It has to take damage. (laughs) That's four windows worth of better. (laughs) (laughs) And... And Uraprax, just you know, so we know here. So, do you win the bet if he fails to use them in the next bout of combat, or if he just fails to use it oh, forever? I didn't agree to that. No, I think I think yeah. ongoing is fine. Okay. You do so, know what's going to happen now. We're going to be like a hundred episodes in, the big final <laughs> bad guy, and Oran Hammerhand is going to throw a mummified kipper <laughs> and choke someone to death. He's going to yeah, he's going to get right in the eye and he's going to beat the game. Right, the fish bets. Make a note of that. Yeah, I better make a note of that as well. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're uh, heading over to Wigan Silver Eyes now. Yeah. Yes, please. All right. Are you doing anything along the way? Occasionally saying here, puss, puss, puss. Okay. I'm, I'm wafting my kippers. Wafting your kippers. I'm I'm picking food from my teeth. Okay. Finn, are you doing anything? Uh, no, I'm just avoiding the uh, the smell of the kippers. Maybe walking slightly ahead. <laughs> okay, you're walking upwind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you know, uh, you know where Finn's, uh, you know, uh, Finn knows where Wiggins's alchemy shop is. So I mean, you all do because you all broke the glass there of the shop <laughs> peculiar peculiar aftertaste. Uh, on the way, a dog comes running up to Oran Hammerhand and starts kind of barking and it's kind of doing the whole begging thing and it's got its paws up. I want my pepper. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a little howl. Like, You're appealing to my... I can't say no to a dog. That's terrible. It makes me a monster. But I do need to keep these keppers for cats. I, I turn around and ask if he wants me to spit acid at the dog. No, <laughs> definitely not. Do we have any Jesus. other treats? <laughs> we've got we've got some we've got some like rations and stuff on us, don't we? Do we? Do- yeah. The dogs like rations. Yeah. There's only yeah. one way to find out. Yeah. Um, Let's offer the dogs some things of rations. Although saying this, having encountered a cat and then a dog in quick succession, are we very and absolutely sure that Rada isn't the old lady who swallowed a fly? 
because if that's the case, she's going to be after a dog next. I swear we, we should skip straight to horse and finish the job. God damn it, Andy, you cracked the code in like minutes. Right, Thanks that, for joining us. Yeah, that's that whole episode out the window now. <laughs> right, get horse back yeah. to run. It was a little bit convoluted, but the whole last game was all about uh, gold locks and the three bears. <laughs> and the bug bears. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should we see if the dog wants some some of these rations? I'm always up for an opportunity to, to befriend a dog. Yeah, I'm trying to think if maybe obviously we should give the dog some some uh, some treats, but maybe we can get him to do a couple of tricks, and maybe we can utilize him in some way. Hang on, um, does the dog have a collar? Uh, the dog does not have a collar. <sighs> you can sort a dog. Is the dog befriend- befriendable <laughs> in any way? Well, it's still right in front of Oran. It's sniffing at those kippers. It's sitting on its back legs. It's got its paws up. Oh, he knows how to beg already. It's see if he'll begging. see if he'll see if he'll sit nicely and wait for some treats. Yeah, give me, give me, sit now, sit. Now he's sitting. Okay, give me your paw. He's giving me his paw. Right, um, Scamos, give me a bit of your whatever it is you've got. In Here you go. Here's some, here's some rations. Delicious rations. Okay, and uh, yeah, the dog's very well behaved. He's given me his paw. He's begging. I, I give him uh, a little. Oh, just for you, just for you, give him it. Um, Shit, I've already given it. Well, we'll give him another bit. Finn, can you can, can you do prestidigitation? Can you do can you do your that thing I'm struggling to pronounce the the free magic thing that can make things look or taste or do something slightly different? Can you make these rations extra delicious? That is prestidigitation. You're right. <laughs> you somehow you... know me more than myself. <laughs> uh, okay, so the dog's eating the first ration. It it wolfs it down. Okay. It's a wolf. <laughs> oh. And here so... comes the lady in a red hood. <laughs> and is he still he's still uh, in front of me? I'm assuming he hasn't just bolted. Oh yeah, he is. He's not budged. <laughs> the smell of kippers has not gone away. He's still there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should just uh, we should just accept him into our party. Yeah, he's going to follow. What type of dog is he? I need a full description. I'm still going to I'm still going to want him anyway, but I need to know. Seems to be a stray. It's probably a very much a mongrel, very uh, tramp of Lady in the Tramp. Doesn't seem to have any kind of discerning breed to him. What shall we call our new dog? Uh, Europrax Tempestus the fourth. <laughs> That's going to be I... confusing if we're giving him commands. <laughs> we have to see your full name before him. No, it's not you. Phil for sure. Phil. Phil's a nice dog name. I Phil mean, it. you don't don't take my influence. I'm just chatting crap. You 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 name him. You you befriended him. Kipper. No, I'll go with Phil. Phil's Phil's going to stick now. That's what I'll always think of him as. Phil Collie. Oh. Phil. <laughs> Phil Look Collie. at me now. This I is think... what you all tune in for, listeners. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you are trying to befriend Phil the dog. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to roll to do this? or? Uh, yeah, if you're going to give uh, the dog another piece of ration or a bit of the kipper, you could roll an animal handling to try and see if you can befriend him a little bit more. If it's been made extra extra magically delicious, does that give him some type of advantage in gaining his friendship? <laughs> uh, I don't know the actual specs of a dog's palate, so <laughs> probably not going to give you an advantage on that. I am a little rusty, and this is my first roll in a few weeks. It's a d20, right, with my plus whatever. 
Yes, right, that'd yeah, be the okay. one. Oh no, it's not looking good for Phil Colley. I've rolled, <laughs> I've rolled a three and I've got a plus one animal handling, so a four only. A four? Uh, this dog seems to be... It seems to have not eaten in a while, so it kind of nips and gets a little bit of your thumb when it goes to this second ration. And again, just absolutely wolfs it down and then does that weird thing where they kind of retch a little bit because they ate too fast. And then it, it bolts. Ah. Oh. Something tells me this is not the last we've seen of Phil Colley, though. I think he'll be back. Hopefully he'll return. Otherwise, this is the worst defeat we've experienced so far. <laughs> All right. With that, you continue on to Wiggins' silver eyes in her peculiar aftertaste. Once you get there, again, it's very much exactly as it was. It's a, a nice kind of front shop. The whole front of it is pretty much a glass window, kind of displaying all these beautiful vials and potions and elixirs and stuff. It does look it's been like boarded up with uh, some uh, strips of wood and stuff where there has been a smash in the glass. Damn oh. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn vandals. Uh, but yeah, it uh, appears to be open. Alright, let's, let's chip on in, shall we? Let's. Alright. Going fully into this shop, there is just more of the same. Every shelf seems to have something on it. A vial, an elixir, sometimes cauldrons that are just bubbling and smouldering to themselves. You can't really see the current shop, I'm not sure where Wiggins is. However, as you kind of stop it, step into the shop properly, the uh, kind of till area on the front bar, uh, there is just a kind of tuft of hair that just barely goes over the top of the bar and it's just like pacing back and forth behind the bar uh, before we um, before we address the, the hair maybe we should pretend we haven't seen and go what a lovely looking shop a shame those horrible goblins have damaged the damaged the shop front though um, yes they're goblins what pieces of work I certainly hope some brave heroes killed most or all of them anyway hello anyone here <laughs> at that point the little kind of tuft of hair stops and it kind of two hands and it pulls itself up a little bit higher uh, this lady is very very short you assume she may be some kind of gnome or halfling she's got slightly pointed ears just a huge messy kind of mop of hair almost like a light brown and these big big thick chunky glasses that are magnifying her eyes to like cartoonish bizarre size kind of a little small button nose and like little rosy cheeks and she pops her head over blah, 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 and these eyes just kind of hit you and they kind of dart about all, all, all three of you it's like yeah fuck them right <laughs> Jimmy goblins hello welcome 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 hello uh, and I it love might you be Wiggins silver eyes yeah that's me uh, we saw your note on the notice board and we have um, come to see if we can be of any help. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Come in, come in, come in. We uh, all gather around. Did you want did you want did you want anything? Do you have any potions that can magnify smell, sight or eyesight, which is the same as sight, <laughs> that might help us track down a cat? A cat potion. Yeah. What if we mag- what if we magically make a cat that we can give to the woman that looks like rice? 
or like, can you get potions that turn you into cat? Into <laughs> cat? And then we can get in the house and see if she killed the cat. She's like looking at all of you. You want to turn into a cat that's made of rice? Yeah, just just uh, just anything that can help us find some rice. A cat. <laughs> any cat just related called potions will do. And any cat related <laughs> potions. Let me see. Um. No. No, I don't really do any of that. Calls herself silver eyes. <laughs> I mean, what color are her eyes? <laughs> Please be black. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a they're like a hazelnut. <laughs> Everything oh. is a lie. Um, <laughs> um, well, that's okay. Um, maybe, maybe we'll work out potions that can talk to. Let, let's. Um, I understand that you need some help resupplying. Oh, you got my notice on the board. We did. We did. Oh, good, because I was really scared that goblins were going to come in and start doing that. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I hear um, that most of the, the goblin problem in this town. Should have hopefully passed for a while. The goblins and their boss have been have been killed. The goblins' boss, he, I hear on good authority, took a real scramble in. Someone dropped a roof on his head, set him on fire, made him go <laughs> mad with fear, and then shot him in the brain. <laughs> right. So I'm in the I'm, space of about three seconds. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just going to nudge nudge to to uh, Scamos here and be like, "Why aren't we taking credit for this? Let's like really boast about this. Maybe she'll." You know, thank, oh, yeah, thank us. <laughs> yeah, it was us. We just it was like you. <laughs> wow. Well, well, thanks. Yeah. So now you now, of course, we're not those people that just come into town, kill the goblins, and then expect everything back to normal. You you need some help resupplying, right? We're here to sort out anything the town needs our help with. This is the first stop on our adventure. We want to help wherever we can. Did you did you suffer any heavy monetary losses due to the smashed window? Well, yeah, they took a couple of potions, but they left some <laughs> silver and gold and some coins. Ah, yeah, that's that's nice. that potions. sounds nice. Of them. More honest, generous. more honest than goblins usually yeah, which are. Which is weird because I didn't think goblins would do that. What were the potions worth? Um, about 500 gold that's <laughs> goblins for you oh in many God. ways in many ways underpaying is more of an insult than not paying at all <laughs> <laughs> oh but you're here about the job aren't you yes yes right yeah um well uh, I would go and get the supplies myself but a friend is uh, on his way to fix the window and I didn't want to leave the shop because I wasn't sure if it was safe to leave the shop yet. But yeah, um, I'm going to make a nice big batch of healing potions uh, seeing as, uh, like you said, everything's back to normal now so I might as well start getting stocked up again. Uh, but I'm, I'm out of Vita Root. Mm. Where, where, where? Where, 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 where <laughs> oh. might we find Vita Root? Uh, you could, you could ask, or you quickly roll a nature or survival to see if you know off the top of your head. I'll ask. You'll ask. Uh, you can usually find it along the coastline. Useful. By the way, I'm a big fan of the paper that you used to write that note. What, 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 what was that? That's 350 GSM, I'd say, probably a lemon infused, just parchment notes. Yeah, acid free. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, really, big, big fan of your work. Um, good for watercolours as well. 
Oh, uh, do you do watercolour? No, but that's what it said on the front. <laughs> Fantastic, useful. Um, okay, media, so... they called it. Bro, so if we find some... Write this group... down, guys, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a test. Uh, if we meet a giant that's like, my painting has really been struggling recently. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so Vita Root on the coastline. Uh... Is it is it in season? Is it something that you know that we can we can find easily enough? I was always With... there. Where the grass meets the sand, kind of juts out. It looks quite like dry and red. Like my ex-wife. Okay, so let us. Okay, let us... well I don't know anything about that. <laughs> How much do you need? Uh, just as much as you can carry. Just grab it. Great. Um, and in this, in in terms of this job, I understand you're making a big batch of um, of healing potion. Um, I am. What might what might be useful to to us would be. Do you reckon you can make a little extra to help us with our ongoing adventures? We could perhaps take some along with us. Yeah, I was going to give you gold, but yeah. Oh, cheers, Scamos. <laughs> what are we going to use the gold on? <laughs> Buying healing potions. <laughs> How much Water is the healing colors. portion? How much? Yeah. It's uh, usually a, a basic one is about 150 gold. Well, I think we should get some healing potions. Yeah. Yeah. So some healing potions would be would be lovely. And actually, our friend here has a um, has an interest in in chemicals and mixing maybe he could um, assist you in the making and maybe learn a few things about it for the future as well hey which one of you um a friend Finn here he has a background in 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 the magic arts he studies at the academy um Finn oh. would you like would you would you like to learn from um from Miss Silver Eyes here when she's brewing the potion it might help us on our journey in case any of us in case none of us know how to cast any healing spells yeah, I mean, uh, my mixing ability is is very very uh, professional, but I'm sure I could uh, maybe uh, you know uh, catch up on a thing or two if if she has a few tips along the way. It's not like I uh, need that help or anything. I've definitely never bodged any uh, potions before, um, so yeah. Why would yeah. you say that? Uh, well, no, no, no nothing. To so make sure you're reassured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I not, am, but all right. I am the expert after all. Alright, champion. So you go right. get the Vita route and then we'll make some potions together. Brilliant. Sweet. Thanks. Right, right, Brilliant. we'll see you with as much Vita route as we can carry. Okay. What a nice lady. Do. I she liked her a lot. She never even commented on the fact that I'm wearing two kippers. <laughs> she probably couldn't see over the bar. You've probably just got your heads and yeah, just I imagine, heads and shoulders. I imagine maybe the aroma is wafting upwards. It feels like it might be a hot. It might be, it might be a hot stink. Oh yeah. no, that but that's not going to do any good unless the cat's in a tree. It might be. It might be in a tree. So down to the coast, I guess. Periodically shouting here, puss puss puss. <laughs> so do we know how? far away the coast is uh well ruston is a seaside town ah. so you can it's pretty much a stone's throw away i Excellent. throw a stone you hear a bloop as it goes into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> you dick. um 
well we should we should focus on where the grass meets the sand i guess yeah so let's walk along that looking for some red growth yeah yeah <laughs> all right you kind of get to the uh, shoreline of uh, Russelton, and it does kind of form into like a docking area. Uh, there's a couple of crates and barrels, like people prepping stuff ready for ships to come in and out. But there doesn't seem to be any ships at the moment. Also, like to the sides uh, of this docking, it does kind of go into like a shoreline, like a sandy kind of beach-like area, where, like she said, the sand kind of meets the grass. Can we okay. see any Vita Roots? Can we have a little look, a little yeah. search for some Vita oh, Roots? Let's, uh, let's start rolling some nature or some survival. We're going to start foraging. This everyone? Yeah, everyone can have a little gander. Back in one minute, guys. Absolutely. Okay. Nature or survival. Can you just I, choose I... which one we're better at? <laughs> no, oh. choose the one you're worst at. <laughs> <laughs> Right. May the odds be ever in your favour. So I got a two, plus two is four. Excellent. You're rolling out those fours today, man. Yeah, shut up. You're a practice. <laughs> you do not see any beta root. <sighs> I rolled a 12, and then my nature is plus three. 15. So 15. I rolled, I rolled a six. A six. All around, have a hand. You you kind of you bend down to kind of look, and you just get a big what the kip, and you're like, fuck. Got <laughs> 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 uh, But Scamos, you find a little tiny piece of Vita root. If you've ever been to the beach, you know sometimes you get those like really dry, long, chew, quite like uh, bits that kind of jet out of the ground and the grass. Sometimes they look just like that, but they're kind of like a chunky, kind of deep red. You kind of give it a little yank and it just kind of literally just snaps. And you've got about a couple inches of a Vita room. Very nice. And then um, can I can I show this to Oren and Uruprax um, while Finn takes his first look and says, this is what we're looking for, guys. Maybe with the knowledge of exactly what it looks like, you'll have better luck in finding some. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, Finn, Absolutely. would you like to roll a nature or survival to see if you can find yeah. it? Yeah doing nature um in fact now i'll do a survival because uh, i've got plus three on that so 14 plus three so 17 yes you also find some bigger room also a little bit bigger and a little bit longer than the ones gamma's found yeah, yeah. Nice. this is this is the one guys this is what we need this is what we're looking for how are you guys finding this <laughs> yeah. we just got lucky but now with this example i imagine you might have better luck <laughs> Should, yeah, should we look again? Can you do uh, that? Yeah, you just uh, until. <laughs> are you just kind of all standing in the same place? Are you going to start walking along the uh, the shoreline? Maybe gonna walk along. Gonna walk along two well. in one direction, two in the other, perhaps. Could we do well. that? I presume it's just one long coastline, is it? Yeah, it does kind of eventually bank and curve and sway, but it is uh, just one long coastline. No offense, but I don't want to partner with Kipper Boy. I'll I'll head with Oran. We'll go in one direction. So you and I then, Orafrax, let's go let's go in the other direction and see what we can find. <laughs> yeah, can you show me what these look like? Because I'm really struggling to identify them. So the I'm just gonna throw throw my piece. It's not, over. it's not helping, I still can't. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, thank you. I did just roll a twelve. Ah, that's what okay, right. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Alright, so we've got Scamos and Uraprax going one way along the beach. And we've got Oran, Hammerhand and Finn going the other way. What a nice day we're having. Yeah, nice little day at the beach. I like the sand on my toes. I, I whisper to Finn, uh, I wonder how long it will take Uraprax to notice that I pinned a kipper to his back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did you do that? <laughs> if I have to roll for it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let, I'm going to roll for it. I, let's pretend I did it. All right. Uh, uh, roll, <laughs> roll stealth for me. Okay, With disadvantage because you've got big clunky armor on. I'm really going to have to roll well for this. Yeah, you are. Ah, nat 20, I'm going to scream. It's a five. <laughs> five. Uh, plus? No, that was already... Just five. <laughs> with even... Not even rolling, even with your passive perception, Urafrax, you hear Oran clunk, clunk, and you just get a big whiff of kipper. <laughs> back off. What are you trying to do? All right, I take it back. Yeah, take my gamma back. But that would have been great if it had worked. It would have. It would have been amazing. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll for sur- uh, survival, right? To look for this beta yeah. route. Uh, we have advantage because you've previously found some. And Finn, you're going the same way with Oran, so you might as well roll as well with advantage. Oh, yeah. 19. 19. Um, tw- 12. 12, not bad. Yeah, you guys are both just walking along, and every so often you're like, oh, there's a bit. You just yank it out of the background, and grab another bit, and you grab another bit, and it's going quite well. Cool. I uh, shove 20. all the pieces into my bottomless bag. Yes, because you've got your handy haversack yeah. now. Oh, got, uh, Oran, uh, didn't we have, like, absolute shit tons of loot in this bag that we were going to all sit around in the morning and distribute? We're all travelling together, though. We'll be, we'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, I think yeah. we're in this for the long run. So okay. Right. Just pull all of our stuff. All right. While cool. we walk along, while I walk along with Scamos, I turn around and I say, "I, I can't help, I can't help shake the feeling that, that old lady has done something with that cat. I don't, I don't trust that a cat. The elderly. Just... Hmm. I've got a mad theory about the cat, but since I'm not involved in your conversation, I can't say anything. So. <laughs> and that's why you never split the party <laughs> it's um it's oftentimes it's not just a missing cat isn't it i think if we come to the end of what we're doing here let's um we'll keep an eye out and if this cat doesn't turn up naturally as we would expect it would maybe we'll look into this a little deeper maybe we'll see if the grandson has also mysteriously gone missing that's probably enough to get a warrant I think, I, I think guess while you're talking funny. about cat theories, uh, both of you roll a uh, check to see if you can find this Vita route with advantage. Nature or survival, whatever you fancy. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, uh, 15 plus 3 for nature, did I say? Yeah, 3 for nature, so 18. Excellent. Uh, you guys start trudging along a little bit, and uh, with that nat tre- uh, natural 20... Uh, as you kind of start to follow along, it kind of becomes a bit denser and thicker. The uh, There's some bushes and trees that kind of literally come all the way up to this line in the sand. And as you kind of follow it around a little bit, you notice you've come to uh, basically Russelton's like, sewer system. 
you find like this large pipe that's grated and it has like a small kind of watery runoff that connects and goes into the ocean. And there's a huge ass chunk of Vita root there. Like, I'm talking like you get a good like a good handful of it. Nice. To the point where you're starting to put it in your pockets. Uh, however, Uraprax, with that natural 20, as you're kind of looking at this kind of sewer pipe, and it's quite a chunky one, I mean, it would be a bit of a squeeze, but you could, if it wasn't a grate, you could crawl inside it and go up into this sewer system. Uh, as it kind of trickles out and goes through the sand and into the ocean itself, you notice something in amongst all like the debris. There's little tiny, like, bleach white bones. Can I examine the bones closely with a high index of suspicion that these are cat bones? <laughs> uh, Uraprax found them. So if he shows them to you, yes. Can I investigate these bones with the high probability that they're cat bones? <laughs> <laughs> I, I call Ep- Scamos Aver and I say, Scamos, check this out. <laughs> I told you that bitch is, that bitch is funny. Yeah. I, um, I take my sunglasses off and say... Look what the cat dragged in. Then I put them back on the walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Uh, both of you, if you're going to... Let me see. If you're kind of trying to figure out what bones belong to what. Probably just a straight-up intelligence or maybe a survival. Uh, my intelligence is far better. Can I have that? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, Ten. Fifteen. Plus five, so fifteen. Oh, both of you roll 15s. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Although you're not experts on these, these are small. These are quite like thin, light bones. You could imagine they are connected to small like animals, either cats, maybe yep, okay. big chunky ass rats, hares, maybe a dog. They seem quite bipedal. Oh, quadrupedal, was it? That'd be yeah. quadrupedal, wouldn't it? I Bill should take... have stuck with us. It would have been far safer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take one of the bones and finally get a bit of gristle out of my teeth. I just couldn't get with my fingernails. Uh, and then, can we pull bits of the bones out together? Can we try and, you know, make it into some form of, of skeleton? Or is it, are they just random? While you do that, let's cut back over to Oran and Finn. Do you guys want to roll a... Uh... Vita root check for me with advantage because you uh, know what it looks like. You can find yeah. a grandson. Oh, um, 20. Uh, plus 3, 23. 20. Oh, all the Vita root. 20. 6 for me. 6. <laughs> okay. Oran, you found a nice big chunk of this stuff. And again, it'd be. Uh, <laughs> you know, that is exactly. Yeah. Why must you always change the backgrounds of the <laughs> Skype chat when I'm trying to get into the nitty-gritty of stuff, guys? <laughs> Every time. So you start finding these nice chunky bits of it. Some of it actually kind of pulls right through and out, and you're getting like the whole kind of network of roots underneath it as well, which I'm pretty sure Wiggins would be super happy about. Nice. Uh, Finn... Uh, as you kind of walk along, uh, very similar to the other side of this uh, this uh, shoreline, 
Uh, it started to become a bit denser, some bushes, some trees that seemed to come right up against the sand. Uh, you find a little tiny little bit of it just jutting out and you kind of reach down and as you reach down, a bush next to it, a little kind of beak pops out and starts like and like cracking and clacking. I would like to befriend it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you just gotta give it a little boop. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do the trick of uh, giving it some rations. I think. <laughs> All right. You, uh, you two, pull out rations from your pocket, and you kind of open palm, go it towards this beak. And it's literally just the beak has just poked its uh, popped out of this bush. You don't know what the rest of the creature is, and it kind of snaps it and kind of kind of grabs it and uh, starts chewing on that and swallowing it down. And then, like a weird kind of tendril, like an octopus tentacle, comes out and latches oh, onto no. your arm. Oh. And a second one, oh. and then a third one, Not and good. then a fourth one. Wow. <laughs> And this creature starts slithering out of the bush. It seems to be a big, like, slug with a beak and these kind of four tendrils on its face that all have, like, little barbed claws at the end of them. And it starts biting at your hand and starts lashing at you. We're going to name this one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oran and Finn, you guys are going to have to roll initiative. But just you guys, because there's CSI cats going on in the other in the other, <laughs> the other side of the, the other side of the beach. Where they're taking on, where they're putting on and taking off sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that bone there looks like it might be from the the, the spine there, maybe in the L8 quadrant. If it's if it's maybe it links up with that All one right. there. What is your initiative? Eleven. Eleven. Excellent. Finn, what is yours? Three. Brilliant. Love it. Love everything. Love everything about it. <laughs> okay. The creature goes first. So this weird slug with a beak and these like five tentacles starts slashing out at you. It will try to attack you with its tentacles. Uh, what's your armor? My armor class is 10. Okay, well, it's going to hit you with a 22. (laughs) Right. Uh, This creature, this Grick, uh, attacks you with the tentacles, and you take 9 points of damage. Whoa. Um, Do I still have 5 temporary points from... From Kenneth? Yeah. Oh, no. Unfortunately, they have faded. They're only they a couple faded. of hours. I did think been... so. Okay, let's have a look here. Uh, once it's kind of latched onto you with its kind of barbed tentacles, it will take and try and take another bite of you with its beak. But unfortunately, misses. So this tentacle latches onto you, and this little kind of beak which you were trying to feed a minute ago is now snapping and trying to get at you. Oran, it is your turn. Well, I've got to help my friend here, so I'm right next to all this happening, right? Yes, you are. You are literally just putting Vita Root in your pockets, and you see 
Finn just recoil back and this weird giant slug starts attacking him. Well, I mean, since I have a massive Warhammer, I think it seems like a pretty good tool to squash a slug. So I, I'm just going to take a huge two-handed over, overhead splat motion down on top, right into the middle of this uh, slug-type creature. For my benefit, Oren, would you describe the, you know, the temporal part of the day that is occurring right now as hammer time, perhaps? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> would you openly say that as you swing the hammer, perhaps? I scream it. It's hammer time. <laughs> it's like, yeah! do, you, do you instruct it to stop beforehand? <laughs> now I really hope I have a satisfying roll because this is going to yeah, be Yeah, all of this set up for a, for a miss. <laughs> stop, it's hammer time, and you throw it into the bushes. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so rusty. This is my first attack in a while. It's a d20 first, right? Yeah, d20, and then you're plussing the little attack roll next to your, your weapon. Yeah. And then if it hits, then we roll the damage. It's an unnatural 20. Oh, well, that's definitely going to hit. So roll that damage. I've got one of the hammer. Plus three. Oh, eight plus three. Oh, fantastic. You just bring the hammer down and just squish this creature. You feel like you're going to really wreck it and do some absolute damage, but this thing is kind of disturbingly slimy and spongy. What was your damage? At 11. <laughs> 11, all right. You swing hard, but you don't know if it really connected properly. Finn, it's your go. Right. Am I am I connected in some way? Uh, it is lashing out at you. It's just got one of its tentacles on your arm. It tried to bite you, but you managed to break free of that. So it's okay. not you're not grappled with this thing. I need to like get out of the way because I am severely injured right now um not in a good way um <laughs> if if possible not in a good way not in a good way <laughs> injured in a bad way i need to like be super cowardly and like run run to oran and hide behind his muscular dwarven body okay uh just because we haven't played in a while this has been a couple of weeks uh, he's currently engaged in combat with you, so if you were to run, he might get to take an extra little bite at you as you fled. He would get an attack of opportunity against you. Would he? Okay. I mean, it might miss, and you might be able to run away safely. Instead of attacking, you can use your action to disengage, which would be to safely uh, retreat. However, you wouldn't get to do any spells or any attacks. I feel like I yeah. need to do. I need to do that. It's either that or die, kind of thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. I foolishly tried to feed the creature, and I have paid severely. All right. So you're using your action to disengage. Yes. Cool. And you're just kind of running directly away from it. Either, either maybe, either running behind Oran where I can cast some spells, or if I can't do that, just like further away where it can't easily get me. Alrighty, yeah, that's easily done. Does Finn have the action points available to to shout and scream very loudly in a voice which may <laughs> echo across the coast? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, right. fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck! Meanwhile, sounds yeah. like someone is saying fuck across the coast. <laughs> <laughs> Get some fuck goals. 
All right. Uh, we are going back to the Grick, the creature. Let's see. You're running away from it. And Oran's took a swing at him. Yeah, it's going to go for Oran. Oran, he takes a swing at you. Well, he doesn't take a swing at you, sorry. He falls a habit. He's going to try and lash onto you with his tentacles. Does a 17 hit you? Uh, I've got an 18 armor class. Oh, no, it just bounces off. So these tentacles, these weird four tentacles where its face should be, are just lashing out and slashing at you, but it's just bouncing off of your armor. He then tries to bite you with his beak. Ah, oh, there we go, 20, unnatural 20. Does that hit you? Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> he lashes onto your arm just where like the wrist guard meets the kind of back of the hand guard of your armor, and it kind of bites down right on the wrist and slightly punctures you, taking five points of damage. Woofed. Okay. However, it is now your go. Um... Okay, the Warhammer wasn't very good, so this is probably... I've got two spells, and I can't decide which one might be more effective on it. Um, I've got Shocking Grasp. Uh, So, uh, Shocking Grasp, you would roll to see if it hits, and then it would do some lightning damage or thunder damage, and then it would be stunned, so you would be able to, like Finn was a minute ago, successfully step away from it without it snapping at you because right. it eliminates its reaction let's try a shocking grasp all right and so i believe for a shocking grasp you have to roll to attack so you've got your little spell spell rolls yeah i've got uh i guess it's a d20 plus two. Oh no this is not looking good guys <laughs> i've rolled a four Something tells me this isn't going to work. <laughs> what's your um? What's your intelligence? Uh, my intelligence is zero. <laughs> okay, yeah, then it would be a two, yeah. Okay, uh, so a four. A four, unfortunately. Unfortunately, that does not hit yet. So <laughs> you just kind of swing with this hammer, and then you just jet out your other one, and lightning just erupts from it and just sparks all over this creature. However, it seems to just arc over and go straight into the sand. Okay. Unfortunately. Good attempt, good attempt. I expect uh, Finn, maybe it's a water ground type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to get out the big spells. Let's have a look. I can imagine okay. you like across the beach getting a big book out and going, hmm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> the size of this beta room. Uh, <laughs> incredible. The, other, the guys are going to be pissed when they see this. <laughs> right. I would like to use Scorching Ray, if possible, second Absolutely. level, and just uh, engulf this creature. All right, so there are three motes of fire that just erupts out of your uh, your magical arcane uh, body. Uh, let's roll all three to see how many of them hit, and then we'll do the damages. Okay, so D20, yeah? Yep, D20, plus your spell casting below. So 11, and then spell casting ability. Is that... What is that? Is that 
proficiency or is that something else? Uh, so next to your spells it should have, it says spell attack roll and it should have like a little plus. Spell attack roll. It should be near the top where you've got your big list of uh, spells you can cast near the top. It will say... Oh, a- attack bonus, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Plus five, so 16 total on that one. 16, that hits. Your second motor fire lashes out as well for that one. 10 plus 5, 15. That also hits. Third one. 14 plus 5, 19. They all hit. Each one of those three was 2d6, so that's 6d6 fire damage. Whoa. Three. Five. Who's who's good at math? Eight. Six. Fourteen. Four. Eighteen. Five. Twenty-three. Five. Twenty-eight. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this thing's gone. Just fire these three motes of fire. Just, <laughs> just all go shooting towards it, and it just turns instantly into ash, almost like when you put the vampire in the sun it kind of just goes from the inside out and just absolutely just embers and scissors away uh quickly roll a d100 for me d100 oh sorry uh just a d20 sorry d20 15 15 you're fine okay all right that's good to know (laughs) as this kind of thing just erupts in flame and this ash just kind of goes up and just starts to dissipate into the beach as the uh, the breeze from the sea kind of just wafts it away. You kind of look at each other and go that was a, that was a bit crazy. <laughs> Note to self, don't feed every animal I come across. Lesson, <laughs> lesson learnt. Lesson learnt. Scamos and Uruprax. You guys are starting to try to put together these bones. Fuck, 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 fuck. And then there's just... Whoosh! <laughs> <laughs> you can't look, look, look down at the beach where they went and you just see like a like a black smoke just start to slowly kind of cast its way up. Um, shall we pocket all of the Vita route that we haven't already got and then go and see what the, the screaming and the fire was about, Oropax? I, I think that's probably a good idea. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So after uh, after a couple of minutes, you guys trudging through the sand, you managed to catch up with the rest of the party. Hey you guys, tell us what been... went on. Hey, how much uh, how much Vita have you got? We found a big shitload next to something that may or may not have been cat bones. I bet <laughs> nothing that exciting's happened over here. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah, we came across a very slimy, horrible monster that I tried to befriend. Um, and it went badly and nipped my finger and then tried to eat me. Incidentally, what would you have named it? But also, are you alright? I think... <laughs> Two questions. I think Slugster. Slugster. What was, the se- what was the second question? Are you okay? Oh yeah, 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 fine. Hands are a bit hot. It's all and good. Then- I reach it's behind all... my back and say, well, looks like two people drew the, the short end of the Vita route. Ah, and show them how much I've collected. I, I hold my bag out and let it just drop in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it just disappears into that magical bag. Just, Finn, just Finn is not impressed. Just no. put it in the bag. 
Put it in the bag. So, <laughs> the deal with this this beast that attacked you then, um, like, did it did it seem to want anything? Or was it just like a savage monster? I think it was the kind of creature that would definitely eat a cat and spit out the bones, and it tried to do that to my arm, but I didn't let it. By any chance, have you guys seen any cat bones? Well, we sat, we found a ton of like small animal bones backed oh. by a suspicious sewer grate. You um, so I suspect that that may be where our adventure lies. But in case any of us have taken any hideous injuries, shall we deliver the the Vita route? Perhaps make sure that we stock upon potions while we're while we're there, while we complete this quest, and then um, maybe at what sort of time of day is it now? Uh, well, you guys kind of you got up, you had some breakfast, you talked to an old lady, and then you talked to Wiggins, and you've been a uh, Vita root hunting. I'd say it was cracking on probably about 11-ish, maybe midday. Okay, so it's not even lunchtime yet, so if we go and deliver this, maybe we can nip into these sewers early afternoon, we can be back out and in town before the late evening flush. <laughs> sounds good, <laughs> sounds good. Or, do you go, or does anyone need to rest up first? I think if we're going to do that, then I'll maybe I, I'll maybe steal a he- healing potion and Ooh. heal up there. Then if yeah, while you're while you're making it, offer to taste it. So yeah, mostly it. observe, and then when when uh, when our expert potion maker has almost got the batch ready, just off to have a little uh, lick the spoon like the like the cake batter. Oh. Exactly, exactly. Get back some of that precious precious uh, HP. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Nice. Okay, so uh, are, we heading, are we heading back to Wiggins? We head back. Let's do yes. it. Let's go and deliver this bounty. All right. Uh, Uraprax. Uh, no, actually, not Uraprax. Apologies. Aww. Oran. Yes. Uh, roll, a, roll a perception for me. I've put a kipper on your back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, three. Three? Okay, good to know. 
Oh, if you just missed that cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get back to the peculiar aftertaste. You get back to Wiggins's shop. She uh, is a little bit surprised to see you guys. Uh, she's like, oh, you, you were quick. I confidently empty my sack all over her desk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> The Vita route, as well as all your gold that you got. Not the gold. The not the gold. Oh, it's a magical. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's magical, so it would know what he wants to fall out. Exactly. Yeah, seeing as um, after you rescued everyone and sorted out the goblins, there was, there's was there been a couple of days of downtime. I'll say, Finn, you've got a better understanding of this um, of this backpack. You are able to like yank the inside and literally just tip everything out but you can also use an action to reach in and deliberately grab the things that you need. Brilliant. So, it takes a little bit of a while because it's a magical interdimensional pocket inside a backpack, but you manage to slowly pull out all the bits of Vitaru. And every time you pull out another chunk, she's just her eyes just get bigger and bigger and bigger, kind of thing. And she's like, like wow! Like, I haven't been collecting any resources for a while. They've, they've, there's a ton of it's grown since last time. Uh, and, and this is the stuff, right? This is um, decent quality Vita, right? This is what you need? She, uh, she like, takes a bite out of it and then just, like, immediately, like, recoils back and spits, like, ah, yep, that's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And one of you wanted to learn how to make it? Yeah, yeah Finn, are you gonna you're gonna sit in on the process? Maybe even maybe even try a little bit as well. Well, lick the spoon, do you? <laughs> oh, that's what I do after I empty my sack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, it takes a couple of hours, but uh, Wiggins is very kind and she is very uh, understanding that it's your, this is the first time you're doing potions. She's teaching all the bits. It's kind of slow, and she's like. It's like, no, it's fine, just a little bit more. That's right, kind of excellent. Like, so she chops it up really fine, almost to a point where it just kind of, it's so dry and like, like dead leaf kind of dryness to it that she starts chopping it and starts crushing it and it literally becomes like a powder. She adds it to this big cauldron among some other things, which she uh, explains to you, some certain chemicals that you've heard of before, some certain um, things and parts that you would put into and with a little bit of time, a little bit of patience, uh, you successfully uh, create a nice big batch of healing potions. She does let you lick the spoon and you get three hit points back. Success. Uh, three. Brilliant. She teaches you uh, the correct corking method and putting it into potions and uh, putting it into vials and stuff and warns you that uncorking them and like letting them go off can uh, completely nullify the potion or if anything some can sometimes make it quite dangerous to drink and with that she thanks you for all your hard work and that you're a very good learner she's like whoa like if you ever want a job will you come here so I uh, sort of in my notebook write down the recipe mm-hmm. on how to make this is it is 
is it just the one ingredient we need or is it other things uh, we need? There are there are other ingredients which I will get to you if you want to start making notes and that kind of stuff. Okay, However, well, yeah, you'll need to uh, start exploring and uh, getting your hands on a a brewer's kit or a alchemy kit, ah, yeah. which you can find in the world. Cool. Sorry, Ben. I feel like I've uh, I've been like a pushy parent and sent you to classes <laughs> that you never wanted to sign up for. Figured it might be no, useful. This is good. This is good. This is good. Uh, she is so impressed, and she's uh, thanks you guys so much for going out and doing that for her. That she rewards you guys with four minor healing potions. Nice. Each or all together? All together. And based on the prices we heard earlier, that's a 600 gold value. So glad we negotiated for that. Right then, guys. So now then, I guess it's like, are we are we all back together now? Outside yep. the... So you're all you're all finished up in the uh, peculiar architects. It's getting to about three o'clock-ish now with the uh, the brewing process. Do you guys want to go and check out the beach again and take a look at this grate all together? Or do you want to take another look at the scene of the attack first in case we can learn anything about the monster? But you told me it turned to ash, right? So is there anything left? What, what do you guys want to do? What about if we... <laughs> what about if we ask uh, Wiggins if we can use her toilet <laughs> so... and, and climb down into the sewers through the toilet? Can we do that? <laughs> because the sewer has a grate over it, right? And how are we going to get the grate open? Or if there's maybe a manhole cover or something. We need to get down in the sewers, I think. I think we should just... I mean, Finn could blast it open. Yeah, that's true. Carry a big hammer as well, right? I like the idea of four of us disappearing into a small <laughs> toilet cubicle and not covering how, it. How does plumbing work in this world, DM? Yeah, I'm imagining it just being God a straight hole down to it. Down. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> the high fantasy realm of Dungeons and Dragons, where magic and sorcery and wizards is possible, uh, they they have solved and cracked the the toilet problem, and it's quite they standard. Their toilets. It's, no, it's standard oh, U-bend toilets. Bob. Quick standard toilets, love it. Quick, quick side note: Has any of you read *Off to Be the Wizard*? No. My friend recommended it to me. I've got it on my Kindle, but I haven't yeah. gone around to it yet. It's, it's a series. I recommend it to uh, everyone here. Um, but there's a there's a particular chapter where this wizard, he's like really pissed off with this other wizard. They're like rivals kind of thing. And anyway, this other wizard lives in this massive uh, castle, and he has a statue of himself outside. Um, but it, the problem with the statue is it's just covered in like shit all the time <laughs> right. and he, he can't figure out why and it turns out this other wizard he's basically made a portal in his toilet <laughs> and every time he shits the other portal opens up above this statue and just shits on it <laughs> and it's been going on for like years <laughs> that's, that's awesome I'm going to have to hurry up and read that book yeah. Um, guys, I can also confirm while we're just out of adventure mode for just a second that I googled how the toilets work in D and D, and what do you know? No results. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is the second time that you guys have thrown an absolute curveball at me. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, maybe more than twice, but geez, I can see that to be our job. Can we climb into the toilet? Well, yeah, but this is all I'm asking. Presumably, if Lewis has described a, a sewer system with grates, then 
the sewer system has to work the way John has described. Yeah. But also, <laughs> can you climb down a regular toilet? Well, no, you, exactly. No, you can't. I was I was assuming that the toilets might be a sort of like just hole down. Ground. Yeah, and we could just jump down there. Uh, <laughs> like, that would be easier. That uh, would be easier. <laughs> but uh, and no, uh, you from what you've seen in your travels. Uh, <laughs> I'm just what age are we? We've never seen a toilet before. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic hand wash. Yeah. <laughs> I must find the perfect toilet. That is my quest. Uh, the nicer and fancier the cities are, the nicer and fancier the toilets are. So uh, probably if you grew up in the backwaters and some kind of ruic farm and stuff, you probably had a hole in the ground if you'd come from one of the uh, bigger, fancier cities. Uh, probably more actual toilet toilets. Uh, a little town like Rusterton uh, probably has semi-decent toilets. Small pipes which you wouldn't be able to crawl into. Fair enough, guys. I take it back. Let's go to the beach. Well, should should we um, should we take another look at this sort of bony, you know, bone remains to see if we can identify it? Do an investigation, perhaps. Mm-hmm. It's if all on the grave, right? Shall we? Should we have a look there? Do you guys see any value in going back to where you were attacked, or do you want to head straight to the grate? Um, I think to the grate. To the grate. Yeah. I agree. Alrighty. Doesn't take too long to get back there. And um, uh, yeah, Auraprax and Scamos show you guys like this is where we found the bones, kind of thing. And it's just a kind of quite a chunky sewer grate like I said it's probably big enough if you were to duck to crawl through a steady stream of uh, water trickles through but then which uh, obviously bleeds through into like a little stream which connects to the beach itself and the uh, ocean and where it's like quite rocky and quite pebbly there are the telltale signs of uh, like bones and stuff so what do you guys like to do? Did, did you guys construct a little cat before we left that's maybe still standing there like a sort of museum exhibit yeah pretty much I was trying to remember what the hip bones were connected to <laughs> leg bones <laughs> could be tailbone tailbone mm. but no I think from my suspicions of what we're seeing here it doesn't seem to be a complete picture but I, I'm putting a guess in that this is a cat although I've seen I've seen nothing in the way of white fur that might indicate that this is Rada's cat feel a little bit bad that we assumed that she would had eaten the cat to catch a bird which she in turn swallowed to catch a spider which catch wriggled a and jiggled and jiggled <laughs> yeah she she still um, might be in the grate yeah, yeah could be we don't know is it worth doing a perception check of anyone else to see if they can glean anything greater yeah I mean is, is, is there any sort of like investigation we can do here Absolutely, yeah, you could roll investigation. Uh, so you've either got investigation or perception. Perception would be just kind of having a look. Investigation would be literally getting on your hands and knees and starting to like crawl through the rocks and try to see if there's any underneath and like start digging stuff up. Can I roll a perception just to get a sort of idea on the situation? Absolutely. So 13 and then plus 5, so 18. All right. You kind of have a little look around, 
you kind of look at this kind of big chunky grate itself where this little kind of bit of water trickles down onto the rocks and onto the sand and into the ocean and you kind of see a little kind of speckle of white kind of where the water is just dripping down and cascading down as you kind of go over to it i mean do you want to put your hands in dirty uh, sewer water no no uh, so you kind of have a little look and you can kind of see underneath like the kind of wet sand it's kind of sunk in a little bit seems to be a tiny little rat skull oh maybe not a cat then there's more hmm. there's, there's a big old pile of bones though it could be many many small animals if you were to put them all together as one it you didn't think you'd made the thing, or like... <laughs> it would be an abomination. Yeah. <laughs> what I might do, guys? Excuse me, just a second. Karen's going to bed, so I'm going to head downstairs. So my booming voice doesn't disturb her while she's trying to sleep. All right. Um, is the grate into the sewers? Is this something that we need to open, or is it like? Can did you say that we could crawl under it? Could we get into the sewers? Can we access it relatively straightforward? Yeah, there's a bit of a hinge, and you should be able to uh, to open this grate and crawl inside if you wanted to. Because if you're finding rat skulls, Finn, then it could just be the cat is trapped in there or something like that. Or maybe it's the cat eating the rats or... I don't know. I think we should go in. Does anyone know any cackles? I've got two kippers. Why don't you chuck one nearer to the grate and see what happens? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, like, I'll like wave it at the grate, but I don't think it's going to overpower the stench of like, a sewer. I was sewer. trying to get rid of one. <laughs> 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 get rid of the damn grates. <laughs> okay, waft it. I'm wafting my kipper. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> I feel like we've spent a lot of time um, looking at what potentially is just a dirty sewer, <laughs> and people are throwing sure. their remain, you know, meat remains, you know. <laughs> Should we have a very, very specific check for danger on the grate to make sure no mysterious tentacles and beaks come out and seize us if we try and crawl in? So I I had a bit of a look. Um, I haven't done a thorough investigation yet. If anyone has a high investigation. Um, I don't, but I'll try a roll, just as you never know. I've got plus five investigation. Do you want me to have a search? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good amount. What did you get, Oren? 12. 12? Uh, you're not seeing anything. You can see the little rat skull that uh, Finn pointed out, but apart from that, you're not you're not picking up anything. Rolled a 10, so plus 5, 15. 15? Uh, yep, you can see the little skull that um, uh, that, yeah, that Finn pointed out. However, I, nothing else. I go onto all fours and crawl a little way into the grate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you kind of lift close it up. enough that I can still hear my friends. Hold yeah. on, a couple of hours ago you didn't want to wear a kipper, and now you're just cr- crawling through a sewer. The stench <laughs> of standing next to you is unbearable. I just need <laughs> some fresh air. Sewer would be an improvement. Break up a little bit of this kipper and shove it in my nose so I can don't smell the sewer. Okay, uh, it ain't it ain't great, it ain't pretty, but you do uh, start. You lift the grate and you do crawl into the sewers. Uh, it's quite a big chunky pipe like you do have to kind of hunch down and duck a little bit if you didn't want to bang your head and the water is just like a little tiny stream it's, it's only getting your feet wet it's not like you're trudging through uh, through crap and stuff okay 
but you come and have a little look around. Uh, not really seeing anything in particular. It's getting a little bit darker as you kind of start going up and through this pipe. Getting a bit darker, you say. Who here has dark vision? We've sent the <laughs> only person without dark vision into the sewer. <laughs> yes, yes. Double uh, down. Keep going. <laughs> can I? Is it worth rolling anything, or is it literally just pipey? Uh, it is literally just pipey at the moment. Yes. Okay. I come back out. Okay. Dust myself off. Realise I stink. I run into the ocean, have a quick dip, uh-huh. come back out, fresh as a salty daisy. Fresh as a salty daisy. But now you're covered in sand. <laughs> oh no, that's even worse. It'll dry. It'll you've dry. got sand between your toes. Oh, it's coarse and irritating. Yeah. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I say to the guys, I, I saw nothing in there, but then again, of course I didn't. I'm the only one of you that doesn't have night vision. Maybe it's worth one of you checking out. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're looking in the wrong place. Well, as, as a dwarf, I feel I should go underground. Uh, I'll go in a little bit further with my dark vision, so I'll crawl in mm-hmm. and and maybe walk for, for a, a little ways. Not to get out of sight of the group, if that's possible at least a little further and see if there's a, a bend that we can look around or something like that. As he as he dives in, I'd like to try and sneakily remove the two kippers from him. Oh, okay, that would be, be a sleight of hand. Okay. My kipper. Oh, okay. <laughs> My kipper. What about the bet? 25. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The kippers never existed. They were a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Good luck, Oran. Just take that. You just take those kippers. He Are you now going to call him on the bet later on? <laughs> I take the kippers and I bury them a little way into the sand and place an X in Vita root on top of it. Never getting those kippers back. Wait, you're using Vita root to place the X? Yeah. To we make got... it X out of Vita root. Take it. There's some more around here on the floor. Yeah, I'm sure there might be some more around. You should have used some of the bones. I don't want to disturb the bones or evidence. Oh, that's true. Okay, Oran, you start to uh, trudge through uh, this pipe. Uh, you thought at first it would be like just at home in the caves under the mountains, but this is nothing like the caves <laughs> in the mountains and the tunnels that you carved with your dwarven hands. These, this is shit. This is. <laughs> However, you do start to go a little way through, and you do see uh, a little bit further on, maybe 20 feet or so, as you progress quite a bit deeper into this cave, further than Oropraks could without with his dark vision. <laughs> it, opens, it opens up, and it becomes almost like what you could imagine a modern day kind of sewer system is. It has the kind of river going through, the middle and then either side is like a walkway and it's quite tall and quite round they've done a really good job of this classic turtle sewers guys great yeah classic turtle sewers um how how deep in can i can i shout to the party am i yeah you should be able to call out to the party and it would travel through the pipe it's not too far 
Uh, guys, I mean, it looks like a fairly well-developed sewer system here. I'm not sure what else uh, we were expecting. Should I go further in? Does anyone want to join me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. This feels like the path of adventure, guys. Does anyone have anything we can mark the walls with as we go? Can we Can we just scout around for a, a sharp stone so we can put some some one-way arrows for the future when we're when, as we're going through what might be a maze of tunnels yeah that's very easy to do right so i will find a sharp stone and then as we as we follow um as we go towards the sound of of oren's voice as he calls us i'm gonna periodically i'll just say i'll just say this only once um i will put an arrow that points in the way back towards the exit as we go along every so often all right so I would, I would also, climbing. sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I just want to, everyone's climbing into the pipe, yeah? Yeah, All right. that's fine. I just wanted to, to note where Scamos sees uh, adventure, I see a dirty sewer that we seem to just be, <laughs> you know, heading towards for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a little bit difficult for Uruprax because he can't see. Well, just before I dive in, uh-huh. fe- feeling a little bit guilty, I take the sand-covered kippers and I place them in my pockets, hopefully masking the smell with the sand. Uh, if that's okay. a thing. Like kitty litter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're clay-baked. <laughs> <laughs> just covered in a thin layer of sand. Yeah, you're just... Sand is everywhere now. Like, you were damp and from the ocean and now you've just got sand and kipper all over you. Yeah. Okay. Once you uh, climb through and get into the sewers properly, and they kind of open up to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style, uh, there are there is light coming in. It is quite small and dim, but there are obviously grates above in the city, which a uh, bit of bits of light are jutting into and illuminating the sewers itself. Seems to be quite a complex system. It's very impressive. Uh, it seems to kind of go forward a little bit. There seems to be a kind of branch out, a T-junction, an immediate left-hand turn, which branches further and beyond. Can't see exactly where that one goes, but it seems like you have like a dead straight path, and it seems like there is a path over to the right that you could explore. Uh, which direction is the nice part of town where uh, the little old lady lives? That is an excellent question. Uh, roller... Roll a survival for me to see if you can figure it out. See if you can triangulate. <laughs> nope. I rolled, I rolled a one with a plus three, so a four. Okay, so you kind of think you're like, okay, so we walked like towards the sewers, which is like that way. And then we're at the beach, and then we turned right. And now we're in the sewer, which is like an immediate left, because we're going back into town. So I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You think maybe dead ahead, or you think maybe where it forks to the right? You're not sure. Um, okay, I'm going to ask my party. Hey, guys, I was having a think just there, and I can't <laughs> figure out <laughs> where where the little old lady's house might be, but which direction do you guys reckon? Maybe someone who's a bit smarter than me. Uh, maybe we could put it to a vote. Well, um, I have absolutely no idea. I want to roll survival. All right, go for it. 
I didn't survive, bro. My dice rolled away, and I can't read the number. <laughs> Hold on. See, these are the these are the. I'll be honest. Of... It doesn't look good. The halcyon days of June of D and D. Two. Two. You have no idea. You're a bit like um, Oran. You're like. Okay, so we were facing the ocean. Now we're not facing the ocean, and then her house was like against the ocean. You're like, I have no idea. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean into this. My character, my ca- my character floor is reckless impulse. So I'm gonna say, let's go left. Is it? Is it really? I have no <laughs> idea. You did okay. say left, right? Not right. <laughs> right, left, left, right. Um. Finn, do you want to have a deciding vote in this, or are you happy to go yeah, on with this reckless? Yeah. Why not? Let's do a let's do a survival roll if that's, <laughs> if that's what we're doing. Yeah, on then. One more try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can see what I just rolled there. <laughs> one, yeah, I can see your one. reaction. It's a one with a plus three, so a four. So we none of us know where we're going. We're all walking around in shit. Gamos is reckless and he wants adventure and he wants people to kind of <laughs> get on board with it and he turns to look at Finn and Finn's just got a face like a smack task he's like this fucking stinks in here why are we in this sewer <laughs> just think it's going to be great like for all we know like maybe we could get kind of we could fill Oren's wish we might explode out of a toilet by the time we're done here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wouldn't it be great if we exploded back out of uh, Wiggins' toilet? She, yes. Like, or, so leave. or Radas. Yeah, Radas. <laughs> oh, yeah, straight out of there. Or Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess we're going left. I guess we're going left. With, right. um, as of Scamos's plan. I mean, plan's a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Suggestion. Okay. As you start to kind of venture down the path that leads to the left, it doesn't seem to be, it just seems to be more of the same, just a kind of a tunnel with a river that kind of flows through and then the two little pathways either side. As you begin to kind of walk through, uh, you're kind of minding your own business, trying to hold your nose and just trying to grin and bear it because it's not the, not the greatest place to be. But you then all of a sudden hear a bark. Carly! Phil? I felt Collins, I mean. <laughs> you look up at one of where the grates, where the water from the city runs through and into the sewers, one of the uh, kind of drainage systems, and you can see his little nose kind of poking in, and he sees you guys, and you see him, and he's barking. Ah, I'm going to shout, Phil, I'll give you a bit of kipper. Oh, oh no, wait, hold on. Where are my kippers gone? <laughs> where have they gone? I think I've dropped them. <laughs> guys, we're going to have to go back, because uh, I've dropped kippers somewhere. No, I'm not. <laughs> I turn around to Finn and I hold a part of the kipper out of my pocket and I say something a bit fishy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> do sunglasses exist in this world <laughs> yeah because we're going to need some pretty soon yeah while Finn and Oran were fighting that giant Grick slug creature you guys were thinking to yourself like but if we got the glass to be like a dark colour Mm. Then obviously, when you put on your face, you can see your eyes and you look cooler, kind of thing. <laughs> while you were organising the bones. Right, this is my new primary like quest objective. Now we will find <laughs> or invent sunglasses on our on our journey. Uh, what are we going to do with Phil, guys? 
Bell's here. We, we must. He's kind of pushing his nose like into the drain, trying to get to you guys. Yeah. How uh, high up is he? Uh, it's this is quite a small tunnel That's again. A, uh, it's not a dangerous. The, the original pipe you had to crouch down. This is, it's just scraping your head, and you still are having to make a conscious effort not to, not to whack your heads. Uh, but you could, with a bit of kipper, reach up and feed him through the uh, the pipe, the uh, the the drain, the sewer. We but should feed him. I don't purpose? want him. He want if he's well fed, he might not try and take food from danger. We need this dog to be safe. We must protect him at all costs. Why? We don't <laughs> want him to end up as bones on the beach, do we? This is Phil Collie. Can we? If, if we want to protect Phil, I think not bringing him into the sewer would be the best course of action. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John Lincoln at the end of Harry and the Hendersons. I'm not throwing a stone at him. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm with Finn here. I'm not. I'm not sure what we're doing with this dog. I, I don't want to. I don't want to bring him closer to danger. We'll catch up with him later. Mm. Oran, what happened to your kippers, man? This time, you can I tell don't him know. To wait. I must have dropped them. I didn't feel it. Like I, I know that it wasn't one of you because you would have had to roll like a twenty-five or something <laughs> to get that off me. Maybe it was when you were battling that slug thing. Yeah, I think the fell out your pocket. The Grick ate my kippers. <laughs> the Grick ate my... That's like a Dr. Zeus book. That is. <laughs> that's, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> the Grick ate my kippers. <laughs> yes. That absolutely has to be the title of this one. <laughs> I would okay. say follow your nose, Oran, but all we can smell is the sewer, so it's not going to work. Yeah. So what, 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 what's your plan with this dog? It's, it's, it's whining. It's got his little nose is poking through the little sewer. The is there it. another grate further up that you can, you can lure it to? Like if we move and keep moving, is it going to keep following us? I think it will. It's found us, right? So maybe it'll like um, I don't know. Yeah, let's keep moving a little while and see if the see if the dog follows. Because I don't know. I don't want to pull him. Like, right. You're right. I don't know if I want to pull him down into into this well, mess. To be, to be honest, I mean, depending on how intelligent a doggy is, we could always tell him to, you know, you know, tell him to go back to the winged horse and and tell the others about the great adventure on. But it's only John and Co there, and some fat use they've been so far. <laughs> we could, and this might be a little out there, but hear me out. We could get the dog. We could bleach its fur, and we could give it to Rada and say that we found its cat. Take the gold and leave. Are there a small I'm not, dog... I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced by that <laughs> one either. A small dog could be useful down here, though, because he could go through tunnels that we can't, smaller tunnels, to check dogs, for things. Dogs can sense danger. And I'm, any I'm ghosts so, are down here. They'll see them before we do. I'm, I'm starting to go into the Finn camp, though, of, like, is this just a sewer? <laughs> <laughs> it could be <laughs> I'm having, I don't know about you guys I'm having a great time <laughs> okay let's I'm recap gonna... let's, let's recap we or went, any... we went from I'll... town yeah, to the okay. beach let's recap. to the sewer we haven't really we haven't really looked anywhere we've just sort of ended up in the, the sewer alright I'm going to be an enabler but only if or in <laughs> You can outroll me in a D20 deathmatch. One roll, D20, who can roll the highest? Okay, but what are we rolling for? 
Uh, you'll find out maybe if you win. <laughs> What's all these bets? I don't know. I'm gonna do it though. Okay. Fifteen. Seven. Okay. Here's the truth. I stole one kipper. Oh my god. He, here, have have the kipper. It it was it was a prank. <laughs> why, is it, why is it covered in sand? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to my kippers? It, it fell out my hand when I was <laughs> rescuing it from the Greek. Well, I appreciate you going back because um, I did and getting these kippers. I, I don't know exactly what use it's going to be right now. I don't think the kipper is the most overpowering smell in Just this wash it, particular wash it location. In the water, well, you're, you're, your, your bet still stands there, at least. Now that can That's still true. be that still be done. That's true. And yeah. I don't know. Like I've only heard tell of these gricks from you, but does this feel like the kind of place that they might hang out and be eating small animals? Oh yeah, can we look into the mm. water and see if there's any small bones or anything? Can we see through the water? Have we seen any evidence of um, feeding down here? Uh, yeah, you could definitely roll a perception and just have a little look at this water that's uh, just by your by your feet. I don't, I don't have a great perception. But let's try it. I'll, I'll roll one. Ah. I roll. I got a six. Six. Fourteen. Fourteen. I'll, I'll have a look as, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. Fifteen. Fuck it. Um, 13. Plus 13. whatever I have here. You say okay. we're on in perception? No, I have nothing, so 13. Uh, Finn and Urprax. It's a little bit dark and a little bit hard to see down here. Uh, some of you have night vision, which does help. Uh, right. But as you kind of you look down, and you kind of look at this kind of gentle stream, and then you kind of spot there's like a shift in the colour ever so slightly just a tiny bit and it's almost like blood there's like a little kind of trail or like a little couple of blood drops that have got into the water and it's just it's not mixed it's just kind of swirling along with it like a little kind of almost like where it's like a little kind of smoky waft that kind of goes along with the stream. I look up to check the dog is okay. He's fine. He, he's seen the kipper now and he's proper like, <laughs> for the kipper. Well, well now. Well, Just Finn. a sewer, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think, I think we should, I think that solved our directional problem as well because I didn't even think about which way the water was running, but we should just be following the water to the source. Uh, wherever this is coming from, I think. Let's march onwards with oh. weapons at the ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Phil, we're going to shout to Phil. Phil, you stay up there. This is too dangerous up there, but follow along at street level if you want. Okay. If you understood that, great. Phil says yes. One <laughs> <laughs> will. A talking I, I, dog. I do have comprehend language as a skill. Oh, interesting. Uh, you work? guys start to follow the stream. Uh, where this this kind of trail of blood seems to be mixing in with the water. As you start to walk away from Phil, Phil lets out a howl, which kind of reverberates and resonates into the sewers and echoes throughout it. And then there's a pause. And then there's one back. From down in the sewer? Yes, a second howl comes from somewhere in the sewers and starts to reverberate. 
Definitely not an echo, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> With little uh, Phil Phil Collins, was it? Phil yeah. Collie. Oh, Phil Collie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Phil Collie's nose pushing into the grate and howling down into the sewers has reverberated and echoed it. And then there was a slight pause and silence. And then a second howl came from somewhere in the sewer system and has started to echo throughout it. It's Phil's mum. It, it okay. does the second uh, the second howl come from the direction of the re- of the river and the stream? In that can split we second, it's hard to tell, as it's yeah, just echoed so. and just kind of gone throughout this whole tunnel system somehow. I think it's a safe bet, guys. I think Phil's mate, little uh, little you know partner, Lil? partner in crime. <laughs> yeah, little collie. <laughs> Uh, we have to rescue Smurgrats, Phil and Lil (laughs) (laughs) yes shall Um, we get our weapons at the ready and march swiftly in the direction of the the stream and what we hope is the howl onwards oh so you you took the howl as like an innocent creature in in need of our help oh yeah that's true I did I could be wrong Oh, I we'll was find, thinking. We'll, we'll I was find thinking out when you get there, if it has more than four legs, if it has beaks or tentacles, yeah, then yeah, we'll uh, add some more, add some more blood to this stream. And as we know from adventures past, if a creature is capable of bleeding, we know what happens. Night, night vision on. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> When, after you've got sunglasses or a prax, we'll work on some special goggles that do the opposite and actually make it so more light goes into your eyes and Sounds make a cool perfect. switching on sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are, uh, are you following the stream and yes, this little please. kind of trickle of blood that's mixing in with the sewer water? Yeah. I'm, I'm standing right? I'm standing at the back. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah, let's get a marching order as we're kind of all walking along these kind of narrow pathways. Who would like to take the lead? I'm happy to go first. Okay, all right. Followed as by is, as is tradition. Do I do I usually follow just behind him, arrow at the ready? I don't know. It's been a while since we played, so maybe. I think we're I think we're accustomed to this. We'll know when things really get real because Finn's mage armor will come out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's right. <laughs> I'll go third. Okay. So you guys start to uh, draw your weapons and start to follow this kind of weird little trickle of blood that's mixing in with the water. It kind of goes on for a bit, and then it kind of forks again, where different parts of the residence and the sewer system is connecting, but it seems to be obviously coming, like, from the right-hand side. So you follow it down to the right, and it goes a little bit longer, and then it kind of splits into, like, a T-junction, but it's coming from the left, so you follow it through to the left. So glad I've been putting these arrows as we go, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Again, the occasional just beams of light just jutting down where there are kind of gaps and grates in above ground which lead through into the sewers. As you start to wander a little bit further, not too far though, only uh, these kind of twists and turns are only every so like 50 feet or so. Uh, you do kind of stop and you can see that beyond it seems to open up. It seems to be like a big kind of you can imagine this is where they first started. They made a big open area, 
where people and workers could come down and then they started to create the sewer system. So there's like a nice big cross where all the water can go and start to run off and lots of kind of open area. These pathways along each side of the sewer have opened up to these nice big areas where uh, you could assume that workers originally came down to make this. As you get a little bit closer to this, it starts to echo and starts to resonate through. You can hear like, like snarling and like chomping. Very much like just like kind of a ripping of meat. This is just up ahead from us, right? Yes, this is what you can, you can hear it coming from ahead where this uh, sewer system opens up. Can I, can I roll a perception? Was, will that make a difference? Uh, no, you could probably roll a perception. Sixteen. Sixteen. You can hear, like, the telltale signs of uh, something big with, like, a big, powerful jaw chomping onto things and crunching of bones and, like, like a small... Like, someone's going absolutely crazy on, like, a turkey leg. But you can also hear there's a couple of other kind of jitters and kind of gnarls and kind of the chomping and grinding and scratching of other kind of things trying to eat stuff. You can imagine there's not one creature, maybe several. I lean forward and tap Oren on the shoulder and whisper, here's the other kipper, and just hand it to him. (laughs) (laughs) And I just whisper back, why were you holding on to it? Why didn't you, why are you giving me this now? And I just retreat and go, shh. (laughs) Okay. I put it in my pocket. Um, Are we in... Are we in the open area or are we still in like an an outlet just off from it? We're still hidden, right? Yeah, you're in one of the kind of runoffs of this kind of main area. And we can't really see into it. we We can just hear this. You can just hear the chomping and the snarling. Is that because we... there's no light source in there, or is that just because of the shape? Uh, there sides? are the um, there are like gaps and grates in the on the top on the street, which obviously are creating like like juts of light. Shall we see if we can creep towards then the aperture and have a look into the clearing? I am notoriously not stealthy, so I think someone else should do this. Have I got room to sidle past you and? Uh and have a little peep out. I'll breathe in. Alright. <laughs> okay, yeah, roll a stealth for me. On my way. Oh, fuck me dead, right? Ten plus... Um, stealth, stealth, stealth. Six, sixteen. Oof. Not as bad as I as I was immediately fearing that. Not bad. You kind of sidle past everybody who was in front of you, and then you start to slowly make your way down this pipe and you get to it where it opens up it's a large square area like a big cross section of the river or the kind of this uh, stream they've made and then uh, like like i said there's a kind of it opens up this must and there's a couple of telltale like ladders and systems to get back up to the town uh, you see four creatures they look like a weird kind of dog hyena mix However, they're not on all fours, they're on two legs, and they're kind of hunched over, and they're all kind of just ripping and just 
eating stuff. They're all gathered around in a little circle, and you can see there's like rags and like dead animals and bones and stuff. And they're all none of them have spotted you, luckily, but they're all just kind of kind of eating it. And one of them tries to get one of the other ones' food that they're currently holding, and it barks it. And they're just kind of going to town. Right. Do I have any chance of using any knowledge I have to know what these creatures would be? Is that something I might know? Uh, yeah. Roll a roll a history for me. Okay. Nine plus three, so twelve. Twelve. You could imagine. They're not like the giant burly wolves that you encountered. They're not like the wolves and the wild that you encountered. However, they do seem to have some kind of like dog-like creature. But however, bipedal. Probably smarter. Probably more intelligent. You can imagine... They're not werewolves because it's the middle of the day. But they're kind of like human, but they're animals. It's weird. You're not sure. I like them, nevertheless. But um, <laughs> why don't you make them your pet? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see once once we've got rid of the boss. But um, before we do that, before I can, am I still within sight of the others? Would they see if I made hand gestures, or would I have to creep back to them? Uh, no, you'd be able to. You'd be able to make some hand gestures to them. Okay, so I make some hand gestures to you that indicate there are four bitey sort of uh, dog creatures, <laughs> and they are—they look very—they look very mean. So I'm, I'm telling you what's what's up ahead here, and then um, what what do you guys want to do? Obviously, you guys can you guys can talk about it. I can try and creep a little further in to give you the space. Well, we could take the approach that we did with the former place where if we all attack at once and get a surprise we could just kill them in one go and really piss off the DM yeah mm-hmm. I, feel, I, I feel like you may have may have thought of this um, can I, before, before we do anything can I have a quick glance up and see how stable that roof looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a this is a well built sewer system this this roof would not topple also no guys I don't think we want to bring down the entire village just to like kill <laughs> I don't know. Reckless impulse. And throw, um, throw, can we throw the kippers in? Lure them out, or is that a waste of ki- precious kippers? No, he needs to do damage if he wants that two gold. I need at least one of these kippers. I'm willing to sacrifice one kipper. <laughs> one kipper. Ugh. Shall, shall I, I move out of your way and then try and get to another position so you guys can sneak to the aperture and then try and position ourselves for a fight? Well, before you leave, is there, like, did you notice any um, places that we can sneak out of the this kind of tunnel, this side tunnel, and still be in the room one? Well, I understand. I've, sn- I've snuck to the end where I can give you, and how far away are, uh, how far away from me are they, uh, DM? They're about 20, 25 foot away. So they're across the, so they're kind of across the opening from, from where I am, so you'll have a little bit of distance, and then there are some ladders that head up to upper sections as we um, you know, towards the surface again 
as well. So it looks like we've got a bit of open space in here. It depends. Do you guys want to fight these things in a tight corridor? Or do you want to fight them? I don't know. I'm signing all this to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, um, I don't know. I feel like space might be to our advantage here so we don't get pinned. But it's up to you. Well, if we can get somewhere closer inside that has a place where we can hide or at least stay out of sight within the actual main chamber itself, then we could more easily get the drop on them. In that case, then, if you guys are going to try and move in to get the drop, I will try and move a little bit further away and get up one of those ladders. Because um, that way, if they if they hear anyone, not naming any names, clatter in their armour <laughs> as they come towards the thing, at least I'll still be hidden to try and get them in the back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've got no idea who you're talking about, uh, but no, yeah, that sounds no, could, like a good it, plan. It, it, it could be anyone. Anyone can clatter about an armor. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the general consensus, guys, with everyone who's left? I mean, I um, I've got a bloodlust. I want to fight these guys. I'm ready. Um, yeah, so... we'll we'll just follow follow your lead then, I guess. But do we want to do some ranged attacks first, maybe, and um, or do we want to try and creep close I, before I could, opening up? I could initiate it with shatter. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got ranged spells. I think we've all got ranged spells, so we yeah. could. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've we've currently got advantage as well, so could we all just press the advantage of an attack and go for it? Right. Yeah. Let's get up. I'm going to move out of your way and try and move to the ladders as you guys come up the corridor then. Uh, yes. As you are signing and gesturing and speaking about this in hushed tones, you uh, you notice the, uh, the biting and the chewing and the chomping has stopped. Oh dear. There's a, there's a different noise now. There's the uh, kind of... Oh no, they can smell my kippers. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yes, they can. <laughs> they smell kippers. Should have thrown them in. And look back into that large like main chamber. They have all turned and they are all looking towards you guys. They start to kind of slowly, like prowling, start to circle and start to slowly get towards you guys. They're biting their chomper. And you can see one of them is holding like just a hunk of flesh like ripped torn bloody with a little bit of white fur on it no <laughs> yes no. i am cursed with cats <laughs> okay seen the death of another these gnolls are charging towards you guys everybody's got a roll initiative here we go 16 or oh, 20 20 for Please don't that be the best role I have in this combat. <laughs> yeah. 16 for, for me. 16 for Oren as well. Finn? 19 for me. Bloody hell. Excellent. Okay. So, these crazy demonic-like wolves, these weird hyena things, start charging towards you, these gnoll creatures, they're biting and just kind of absolutely going for you. However, Scamos, you are first to act. Right, so, um, 
movement wise i'm going to come away from the um i'm going to take a few steps away from the opening that i've come through so i'm not going to be in the way of anyone else piling out in a second okay, um, that would be you'd have to kind of go forward towards them into the chamber oh i thought it was a circular majigger i'm just trying to take a little side but if i have to go towards them hey, then... it would be it would be in and then in a little oh, yeah. bit yeah. Sure. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come out of the way of the aperture so the guys have got their room to, to charge out here. So I'll take a few steps there. Mm-hmm. And then in an advantageous position, the one that is lunging the closest to us is going to get a tasty arrow. Okay. Roll that attack for that arrow. Will do. So, 14 plus short bow is 4, so 18. 18, that hits. This and arrow just... Shoo. 1d6 plus 2. That'll be it. Oh, 8 then. Woof. Excellent. Scamos lets loose an arrow, just goes soaring through, just sticks right into this first gnoll's shoulder, and it kind of, kind of wrenches back. Okay, but, everyone else is still kind of Scooby doing it in this tunnel, yeah. one of, one off the other. <laughs> Sorry, DM, I'm not one to waste my cunning action. <laughs> can I? Can I also, having shot the, can I having shot the arrow, can I use my cunning action to dash backwards further towards the ladders, perhaps? Yeah, of course you can. Put a bit of distance on me, and then uh, I'm going to try and get up those ladders. But tell me how far I get. <laughs> uh, you've still got your. Uh quite a bit of movement if you're doing a cunning action dash so you could pretty much circle all the way around to this main chamber to get to one of these ladders yeah seems that's what i'm be, gonna do there seems to be two of them so i will go of... to the i'll go to the most easily accessible ladder and then I'm, i imagine i'm at the point of where i can start scrambling up it next time Alrighty, finn ironleaf you are up cool so um i think I'm going to use my newly acquired light crossbow. Oh yeah, you did find a light crossbow. Um, so... Do I have to roll to see if it hits to begin with? Yes, so it should be uh, with your armour, uh, with your attacks and stuff, a light crossbow. So attack bonus is plus two, but the damage type is 1d8p. Whatever yes. that means. So that would be um, so you're gonna roll the D twenty and plus two, and then if it hits, you're doing piercing damage. So it's an eight plus two ten, so middle of the road. Unfortunately that misses. You uh, raise this brand new crossbow and you thought you cocked it properly, but you just pull it and just just kind of the arrow and the bolt just kind of juts out a little bit and just immediately takes a dive bomb straight into the into the muddy water. I just shout down shout, the stream. Shout out in anger, cheap piece of shit. And I, I just throw it on the floor. <laughs> Chuck it down. Genius. All right, Oran Hammerhand. Um, how far away are these guys? Uh, they're probably about 20, 25 foot from you. This is quite a large, like 50 foot radius chamber, and they're kind of in the middle, just against the water, like this kind of big cross junction. Okay. So my leveled spells, I can do two of those before I rest, right? Yes, so you have two spell slots. 
So you can do two spells before you rest. So you could do Shock and Grasp again, because you just use the spell's slots for regardless of what spell it is. Or you could do your other spell. Yeah. Uh, well, Shock and Grasp is a cantrip, so that's okay. I can do that anytime. That is, that's right. Shock and Grasp is a cantrip. But, uh, okay, right. So I think I'm going to fire in a fire bolt, which is also a cantrip. So I'm going to send that along to them. All right. Um, I can't remember. Is this the one that has three, or is that that's magic missile, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, so your fire bolt will be your roll to see if it hits, and then you've got a d10 damage. Okay. Uh... Ah... God, only eight. Only eight. So you ready up this new spell that you've never tried yet. You kind of <laughs> do a huge kind of baseball-like swing with your hammer. And as you swing, this kind of moat of fire just shoots out the end of it. Almost like one of those uh, dog catchy tennis ball thrower devices. <laughs> uh, but it just soars across and just slams into the stone wall behind it. Damn. <laughs> Uraprax, you're up. I use my shatter on the creatures. Okay. I believe shatter has a huge radius. Uh, 60 foot. Is it going to impact ourselves if I use that? Uh, so you can hit it, you can throw it up to 60 foot, but the uh, you center it at a point and everything in a 10 foot radius of that. Boom, I'm going to do that. So you can throw it at the three nulls that haven't moved yet. Yes, please. It's just the one that is engaged with uh, Scamos wouldn't get hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 12. Uh, actually, no, I need to roll for this one because I've got to do a constitution saving throw for this shatter. There we go. Wow, okay, <laughs> a one, a four, and a seven. Sweet. So that spell hits, this huge thunderous boom just echoes through the whole sewer system. <laughs> just okay. bits of rubble and dust start to fall from the top bits and just start to just gently waft down and kind of mix in with the dirty waters. <laughs> Uh, that is across green. town toilets explode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the water shoots up the toilets like in the cartoons. So those three of those gnolls have to take three eight-sided dice damage, three d8 thunder damage. First roll is an eight. Eight. Second roll is a five. Final roll is a two. Fifteen. Fifteen. Jesus. Yeah. And I'd like to do a bonus action of Bardic Inspiration and use that on Scamos, please. Excellent. How do you inspire Scamos? I turn around to him and I give him the, the good old sign language. Yeah, you do like <laughs> up, down, left, right, cross, cross, cross. I've got Excellent. it. I immediately understand and am very inspired. And okay. all of our listeners at home... Just imagine that was great. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll still be wrong. <laughs> it was like if someone was trying to do the whole flag Morse code, but never had seen anyone do the flag Morse code in their entire <laughs> life. <laughs> okay, so Scamos, you get a D6, I believe, 
of inspiration which you can use to add to any of your roles or skills. Yeah, that may come in handy. Mm. <laughs> Alright. It is the Knoll's turn. The first Knoll is going to charge up and try and attack Scamos as he is kind of scuttling over to the sewer ladder. He's going to... Oh yeah, he's going to bite ya. Oh, excellent. Does a 16 hit you, Scamos? It does. Excellent. This Knoll just absolutely goes straight for the ankle and it's just its jaw just clamps down taking four points of damage. Four points of damage. In the fall. A second null, seeing that you are weak and vulnerable, will also start charging towards you. And he's going to kind of also try and go for your legs as well. He's going to get advantage. Because him and his buddy are fighting you both at the same time. And he gets you with a natural 20. Ooh. Not good. His second knoll just absolutely goes and leaps at you. Like letting out this crazy wild howl. And it clamps down and gets you right on the neck. Taking eight points of damage as this thing kind of punctures your skin right, right on your collarbone. Okay. A third knoll will start charging towards the guys in the tunnel. In terms of pecking order, it was Oran first, and then it was Scamos, but he's run away, so Uruprax is the next one in that tunnel. Aye, aye. Only rolling an eight, though. This Null comes charging towards you, but you just kind of bat and dodge away. You leap across the river, or the little stream, onto the other side. And the third and final Null... Oh, sorry, the fourth and final no. We'll go for Oran. Rolling a 16, does that hit you? 18. Uh, 18. You just put your arm up, it bites down onto your bracer, but it just can't puncture through that steel. Alright. We are back up to Scamos Nowhere. You have two gnolls, one of them biting down on your ankle, and the other is going right for the neck, right for the jugular. Yum, yum, yum. Well... This is quite a sticky situation, isn't it? Right, so, um, quick point of order. So, does my movement, attack, and cunning action, do they all, do they occur in the same, do they occur in that exact order, or can I use my cunning action first, should I wish? Uh, no, you could, uh, you could do your, like, bonus action to disengage first, and then you could run, and then you could attack, technically. Right. Guess what I'm about to do. <laughs> the yeah, thing I so, just said? Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to use my cunning action to... And that's a safe disengage, right? That doesn't mean they, uh, yes, they get so a pop on action, me, right? Your cunning action could be a bonus action to disengage. Right, I'm going to use my, my cunning action to disengage there, because don't really want to... Yep. Two gnolls biting me at this uh, at this very moment. You just kind of pull yourself with all your might against the uh, the ladder... And yep. you kind of clang into it with like a metal thud, but you manage to rip them both off of your ankle and your shoulder. Wonderful. And now I'm going to put as much distance as myself as I possibly can up this um, up this ladder. Uh, this ladder is not that high. It only goes up to about maybe like five foot. Okay. And what's above me there? Is that just more platforms? Uh, no, that would be the uh, the kind of manhole cover. 
Huh. <laughs> now, I'm not sure I actually want to take this brawl onto the streets. <laughs> Just <laughs> bursting out of the sewer. Yeah, everybody run! Knowles! Knowles, <laughs> everyone run! Knowles in the dungeon! Knowles! <laughs> I mean, I say I don't want to do that, but do I want to do that? <laughs> no. Um, no, no one wants that. So so I've, I've disengaged. Let's put enough um, enough distance as, as we can. So let's... Um, so I've clanged into the ladder. I'm on it. I, I assumed it was going to be higher, unfortunately. So... Um, Fine. Let's let's leap over them, back down, <laughs> and then um, run to try and get some some distance and be within a closer supporting range of the of the guys. So you're kind of running back towards the other guys, yeah? Yeah. Alrighty. Do you need me to roll for acrobatics for this devastating for this leap? Oh, I wasn't going to, but seeing as you brought it up, go on then. I mean, why not do this dramatically, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Yeah, acrobatics. Oh, it's a nice spin on this dice. So I rolled a 14, and then I have a 4 on acrobatics. Excellent. You ninja over these. You leap, and you literally push off on one of their heads. Tuck and roll, and you're kind of out of their, out of their reach. Oof. And then, um, have I got any movement, or is that as, as far as I can go? Uh, no, you uh, like you said, you wanted to get as far away as you could, so you'd use all your speed to kind of get out of their range and back towards uh, Oran and Uraprax and Finn. Right, so then aiming for for my last action then for my attack, the... Um, so what can I see? So the two that I've left by, yep. the, by the... And then the other two, are they... Um... There is currently one uh, trying to bite down on Oran. And there is one that is also trying to try and bite um, Uruprax. So if these ones are attacking those guys, do I get sneak attack if I shoot them in the back? Because they're not engaged with me. That uh... isn't me being a chance. That's me not being sure of the rules, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, it would be... You'd have to be uh, flanking to get a sneak attack. So you'd have to still have movement and be able to get alongside them. They are in shooting range. However, they are not adjacent to you. That is okay. In that case, um, I will not have a sneak attack, but I will shoot the one that is biting, let's say, Oren. Okay. See if I can do some damage to it. Roll for an attack. Unlock phone. 18, 19, 20, 22. 22, that definitely hits. Roll some damage. D... Six plus two. That'd be four damage then. Four damage. This thing yelps as this arrow goes right into its side of its neck. It is looking very bad, but it's still up. Oran, hammer hand. Um, okay. This slobbery jaw is just biting and biting at you, and you're holding it back, but it's just still trying to chomp and chomp and chomp. It yelps out as an arrow goes flying into the side of its neck, but it's still going for you. Well, I'm going to try Shocking Grasp again then, since I've already got them in my hands. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, man, I'm rolling so badly. Six. <laughs> Six. 
you kind of, again, like a magical electrical energy starts to course through your palm of your hand and you just slam it into the chest of this uh, this null. And this electric shoots through it and the arrow that just went into its neck just and pops out and goes <laughs> flying across the room. But unfortunately, no, it didn't hit. <laughs> Let's have a quick look-see. Shut and Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, that's it. Can I? Can I? Sorry. Uh, can I just do an action surge? Oh, of course you can do an action surge and attack again. Yes. I, I didn't think about it, but I'll, I'll try it. Um, I, I'm still holding the guy, so I'm just going to try the same attack again. If that's all right. You get a shocking grasp again. Go for it. I really want to nail a shocking grasp. <laughs> Fourteen. Just misses. <laughs> no way. You literally grab it on the snout and you're like, shocking grass, you son of a bitch. And all of the hair on the back of its kind of neck and its ears just go up. But again, no effect. Okay, Urabrax. Uh, I would like to jump across the little river thing and attack the one that's trying to get me with my rapier. Go for it. I got a 20. Oh, that hits. A natural 20 or unnatural 20? No, it was a 16 and 4. Unnatural 20, nice. Do some damage. 8 plus 2 makes 10. Oh, that null goes down. You that's just, how you do it, alright. Just <laughs> stab it. Fill this null with holes. It lets out a yelp and just falls flat on its arse. Nice. One down. One down. However, it is the other null's turn. The two that were currently engaged with Scamos, and then he ran away, they will chase after you, biting at you again. The first one only rolled a 13. Is that he? Exactly does, yep. Oh, it does. So another four points of damage as it goes for the same fucking ankle because it's a little shit. Jeez Louise. Things are not looking tight, guys. You start to feel <laughs> like the hot kind of trickle of blood like start to pull in your shoe. The second one goes for you again. Oh, 16. Yeah, that hits me. Another four. This one goes for your shoulder again. They are just... It worked before and they are doing it again. They're going for your ankle. They're going for your neck. You now have two nulls just absolutely clamping down on you. Just an FYI for everyone out there, I am on one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shit. The fourth null will uh, attack Oran because he is trying to electrocute him. So you're just trying to shock and grass your shopping grass. This is biting at you. Only roll a 14, though. 14 doesn't hit you, right? Again, it is just biting, but the, your armoured gloves and your uh, your braces and the pauldrons, you know, it's just bouncing off. You can hear as it's biting and biting, you can hear like the breaking of its teeth where it's just absolutely tr- going hog wild trying to get at you. However, we are back up to Scamos. Ah, uh, well, not feeling so hot as I am right now. Um, got, uh, healing potions, remember? I, I was about to say, yeah. I maybe, um, so, DM, where does 
at what point do I use that? Is my, is my is that my movement action, or does that count as my attack action if I want to chug a potion? Uh, for my games, I would allow that to be a uh, like a minor action of your go. So you could move, you could attack, and then you could quickly like reach into your pocket and chug a potion. Right. So I can move, I can attack, and I can do that as like a quick action. You're saying, great. Mm-hmm. In that case, then, um, shall we? Sorry, Knowles are coming down here than myself. What do you want? <laughs> right. While I think about that, this this one obviously wants letting outside. So your pet Noel that you actually have. Oh, here he is. Oh, sound effects and everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. While Scamos is sorting out his pet Noel that he has, uh, we'll uh, skip across over to Finn. Yeah. Um, hmm. There we go. Went, and went out there to let them out. Doors already open. Don't know why they came to bother me about it. <laughs> so, um, I have these these two coming on here. So, um, I guess at this point, like if I disengage, they're just going to chase after me again. So there's probably not too much merit in that, right? So, um, as they're not physically holding me, I will. Um, try and move ever so slightly just to get uh, the optimum position to shoot as i'm as i'm backing away i will neck a healing potion as my uh, as my <laughs> minor action okay so you would use your bonus action to either disengage or to drink the potion so like uh, what i'll do is i'll stay engaged with them i'm just saying i'll um i'll, I'll neck a potion as i just position myself to attack but i'll still okay. stay engaged with them so roll 2d4 and plus two so D4 is the little triangle one, right? Yeah, the little pyramid. So a four and a three. And so nine. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to the excellent brewing and crafting of your friend Finn, you regain nine points of hit. Uh, nine points. Yeah. Just, just back into double figures. Thank goodness. And then. For my attack there, then, so um, obviously there are the two. I'm gonna take another shot with the short bow at the um, at the knoll, or at, or at this range. Is it better to use my rapier? They're close still, aren't uh, they? If you were to attack with a ranged weapon this close, it would be with a disadvantage. Yeah, in that case, I will attack with a rapier, which has better damage anyway. So um, okay, go for it. Yeah, I will attack with my rapier. I'm gonna. Put it, I can. I can see the one that's got an arrow sticking out of it, right? Yes. I want that one to do as much as I can damage-wise to the one that's already injured. Alrighty, go for it. Okay. So that is a 15. and 15 just hits. Plus 4, sorry. That was before. Alright, 19. Yep, that hits. 19, and then 1d8 plus 2, and the d8 is the... I don't know the name of that shape. Ah! Ah! Oh, the nose are everywhere! <laughs> um, that is a 7 plus 2, and I'm going to let this one upstairs. So that is a 9. <laughs> With that 9, that null goes down. Oh, yeah. we've got you for that point. That's the <laughs> Yeah, oh! <laughs> that null falls down. There are still two left. There is still one trying to bite Auron, and there is one. Still with Scamos. However, it is Oran's go. Finn's go. Oh, I apologise. Yeah, it is Finn's go. Sorry. Cool. Um. 
Noel's fed is the <laughs> the ones I wasn't feeding but was stabbing with a rapier. What was his fate? Uh, he died. Die. Oh well. Sorry for his loss. <laughs> <laughs> I will go for a chromatic orb towards. Do you say the the ones near Scamos still? There is still one engaged with Scamos. He has killed the second one that was engaged with him. And there is yeah. one that's currently engaged with Oran. Yeah, got you. Yeah, chromatic orb aimed at the one near Scamos. Alrighty, roll that attack. Possible. Okay. So, 17. 17, that definitely hits. Roll that damage. Cool, so damage is just a... Plus 20, is it, on that one? Uh, your damage for the chromatic orb is 3d8. Ah, right, okay. And you get to choose what it is. Thunder, ice, lightning, poison. So there's a, fancy. a fire, did you say? There is a fire, yeah. Any of the elements. Okay. So d8, that's the diamondy looking one. Can you see that? Yeah, that'd be the one. So on. So four, eight, and four. So do I think add them up, or do you say pick one of them, or no? That's added all together. That's sixteen points of damage. Ah, excellent. So Finn creates this like little ball of energy in his hands. It starts shifting. So first it's like red hot, then it's like a bluey, icy. Then it goes like a sickly green, and he decides that he's going to put it onto fire mode. Decides to set it to fire attack, and he just hucks this ball of energy. Just colliding, smacking this uh, knoll in the face, which immediately just incinerates and bursts into flames and falls to the ground dead. All right. Success. Anything else you'd like to do in your game? Success. Um. What else can I do? Just move, basically. Is uh, it? It'd just be movement at this moment. Or drink a healing potion as well if you needed to. Um, I think I'll be okay for now. Um, yeah, so just yeah, All right. on. And there, then roll a d20 for me. As the wild magic surges within you. Nine. Nine, you're fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yes. Okay, Oran. There is one knoll and it is biting down on you. Finish him. I really want to. I haven't connected any hits yet, so this has been <laughs> terrible. Shocking terrible grasp. <laughs> um, yes, do it. Do it. it all <laughs> no, I'm not going to do a shocking grasp. I've given up on that. I want to do something kind of spectacular. So another spell that I haven't used. I want to do thunder wave on this one unsuspecting guy who's bitten down on me. Excellent. Um. <laughs> So, uh, that will be a roll from me. Oh, yeah, and it's a Constitution 12 saving throw. Constitution save, yeah, excellent. So you get your hammer, you swing it up really high and just slam it down into the ground. This thunderous electrical boom just emanates from you. The knolls, let's find out. Uh does grin and bear it and takes the hit. However, he's only going to take half of the damage. So I believe it is 2d8, and then I'll take that number and half it. Okay. Yep, so roll 2d8 for me. 2 and 7. So 9. 
nine, and then half of that rounded down is four. And he only had three hit points left. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> You're trying to electrocute this thing and it misses. You're trying to electrocute this thing and it misses. <laughs> like, right, fuck this. You just shoot this electrical surge at the ground and it just emanates this beam around you. The null lets out a final, like, borrow and just flies backwards. <laughs> just slams into this wall and just slowly slides down. Thank goodness for that. All right. Well, well, guys, that was uh, quite the disaster. <laughs> I don't know. The gnolls are all dead. They're still alive. My slight regret that I drank a healing potion when I could have just clung on at the very end of life. But, you know, we couldn't have known how that was going to go. Yeah, preach. No, we could not. Should um, we? I, I'm pretty sure I glimpsed one of them eating something that had fur in it. Shall we go and check for spoils to see? Uh, yeah, let's... Let's loot their den and look let's, for a, a colour. Conf- confirm the what we don't want to confirm. Alrighty. I also, Oren, believed that in that last moment you were going to use your kipper to do something spectacular, but oh, I missed a chance there, didn't you I? Missed, I you missed that chance. <laughs> Luckily, this is a rolling bet, so when you least, re- <laughs> when you've completely all forgotten about the existence of kippers, <laughs> it's going to come back. I'm going to whip them out. Gonna wait till I'm skint. <laughs> and then be like, ha Two gold pieces. Hey, up here. <laughs> Damn. Alright. Searching through these knolls, they don't seem to have much on them. You've only seemed to find about 15 copper pieces. And one of the knolls has just a random, like, pocket full of these dried mushrooms. 15 copper pieces? That's enough for a window. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough for two windows. Uh, it's hard to tell because it has been very heavily chewed, but there is some kind of animal with very white snowy fur, which is, you could imagine would have been cat sized when it was not eaten, when it was whole. Would the cat have had a, a collar, do we think? Yeah, she was quite a uh, quite a wealthy lady. Uh, with enough rummaging around through the uh, the weird rags and cloths that these gnolls seem to have accumulated in their weird kind of makeshift bed-like nest things, you find uh, a very well chewed, like pinkish, leathery uh, collar. <sighs> I I pick up the collar and just check the uh, name on it. It does have a little name tag that says rice. Okay, so we'll we'll obviously take this back with us. We tried our best, break, guys. Break the bad news. Yeah. But, you know, the culprits, as I promised, would be punished. Damn. We could. Can we climb up through a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> this whole adventure can't be completely in vain. We have to climb <laughs> for at least one toilet. And it should be easier to climb up now they've all been exploded with the shatter, right? <laughs> yeah. And my thunder wave as well. <laughs> yeah. That couldn't have been good for the plumbing, let's be mm, honest. Yeah. yeah. Those two spells and all the other like electric that was flying around, you have got a quite a nice smattering of dirt and still water <laughs> on your... Who's, who's going to deliver the bad news to the wets of the lady? To Rada. I, I mean, I... She, she seemed to take to Finn. I say we go up this manhole cover, 
come out onto the street like just covered in shit there's like smoke probably with all the spells and stuff we've been using down there there's there's probably people stood around there gonna look at us like we're mad mad men yeah. from the can series we, can we throw a null co- corpse out first so we can come out and like dust the house <laughs> oh, <like, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> don't and go then, down there yes. Let's yeah, do we it. have to say do not go in there yeah, yeah 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 let's do that let's do that <laughs> all right and then make our way over to the to the house okay so you uh, managed to lift up this manhole cover fling one of these null corpses you hear a couple of gasps and <laughs> as you climb up and through you do your <laughs> don't go in there punchline and some of these uh, villagers kind of look at you and like ha 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 okay what the hell's going on like what the fuck I boot the knoll back into the hole and close the manhole cover after we've left nice. alrighty and then we venture over to Rada's house yeah can do yeah collar in hand let's oh. go collar her I mean, don't don't lead with opening that up. Maybe we should try and break it to her gently. She is quite old. <laughs> I think, I think Scamos, you might you might maybe wrap this up in a nice nicer way than what I'm capable of. Just okay. before we knock on the door, though, can I just waft my kipper to see if Phil comes along? Because we could soften the blow by giving her Phil as right. a replacement. Right. Wow. See. Okay. See. okay. So I'm, I'm wafting my kippers. He must be around here somewhere. Uh, roll an owl handling ball. for me with advantage. Um, seven. Oh, that's eight. Eight. <laughs> eight is all I've got. Eight's the best I can do. <laughs> okay, you do your like incense in the chapel kipper waft thing <laughs> oh where are you phil no phil ah phil even although i ruled poorly i'm still disappointed in phil for that yeah damn it phil it's your fault <laughs> i feel like phil set us up all right we better knock on our door i guess yeah so i give the door a um I was almost going to give it a jolly rat-a-tat-tat then, shaving a haircut, but that's probably not appropriate, so I just give it a sombre knock-knock. Okay. Takes a little while for her to get uh, get out of her chair and kind of wobble over to the door. I look around, no, one, no one's wearing a hat, right? If so, take it off and just hold it. So just, yeah. Well, one of you has a, uh, a crown gifted to you by the... Oh, yeah, the, put, uh, your, put, your, put, your, put your hat up there. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! It oh, it's just bad news after two d six damage. Um, so Your cat's dead. I've broken my head. <laughs> so you say Radha opens the door. Yep, she uh, slowly pulls, just pops her little head out again. Her huge ass bun, curiously just wobbling on the top of her head. Um, Miss Radha. Yes, it is. Um, it is us again. Um, we we come Did you with. Did find rice? Um. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the good news that there, there is that. Please please wait just a moment, uh, Miss Rada. Um, 
the good news I can tell you is that um, he's not in any pain. Um, unfortunately, some creatures in the sewer, um, some some gnolls, had um, been taking many of the animals from around the town by the looks of things, and unfortunately, um, Rice appears to have passed, and then at that point I produce the collar and I offer it to her with, with both hands, head bowed, um, for, for her little, to take. A little single tear goes across her little wrinkly cheek. She says, oh no! Oh my poor little Rice! She yes. kind of takes the collar. Oh, thank you anyway. No, um, we are very sorry for your loss, but um, if it's any consolation, no more pets will be lost to these to these knolls. We have removed them from the sewers, so um, all of any other any cats that you may have in the future, I mean, do keep them inside unless they are outdoor cats in the first place. I cannot stress that enough. Um, and ask your grand uh, make sure your grandson is careful with leaving the doors open when he goes out for supplies Um, you can't be too careful in in this world but um, at least we know now that um, that Rice is in a better place okay (laughs) it's Phil it's Phil (laughs) I sort of bow bow my head and hand the uh, collar over to Rada yeah. She takes it and she's uh you can say she's very upset. Like she part of her maybe knew that the that her cat had died, but she was like just clinging on to that little bit of hope that maybe it's just lost. She's like, Oh well um we're here and she uh kind of disappears for a second as she goes back into her house out of the door and she comes back with a uh, with a plate of cookies. Nice. Yeah, we'll we'll gladly take a cookie. I mean, have we had a chance to wash our hands yet? No, no, of course not. (laughs) I I mean, we were promised two gold pieces. I I, I can't stress enough that, you know, that was the reward that was promised. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say that? I mean, we, we... we upgraded to health potions from the other guy, so we actually got more out of that that mission than, than was planned. Whereas this one, I you didn't have to do these jobs. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm whispering this to Oren. Well, you want to hear a really funny story? My crazy theory was that the cat was in her hair all along. That <laughs> was probably wrong. right. Do you think that's where she's kept the gold? It could be. Okay. Just, I mean, just, maybe this she conversation is just happening maybe, between me and. Um, maybe she can teach one of us to make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Never wash your hands. I'm, I, I'm I, I take a cookie. I take a big mouthful, and then I turn to her and I say, "These cookies are solid gold." <laughs> oh, thank you. Nice. Uh, Iraprax, as you bite into this cookie and eat this cookie, you get <laughs> three health points back. But you say poisoned. Yeah. That's fine, I didn't take any, <laughs> any damage. I could do with some magic <laughs> cookies. Yeah, I could I could do with a cookie. <laughs> you guys eating your cookies? We're all Yeah, like I'm not doing all that and not eating my cookie. I want to scuff okay. as many cookies as possible. <laughs> Everybody roll a D4 and you get that many hit points back from these lovely homemade cookies. Oh yes, four. Three. 
I think that's the first battle where I haven't lost any damage. I know, right? Don't good. worry, I'll make a note. <laughs> <laughs> Hit Uruprax more. <laughs> well, well, rather those cookies were absolutely divine. As I say, solid gold. I mean, it can never be two gold for eating. Two, two gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Back to Hendrix. No, yeah. <laughs> it was the uh, two gold if you brought her cat back, which you did not. <laughs> Didn't specify which part. Oh, we should have. Oh, wow. Should have, should have gutted that knoll, but never mind. Um, let's. Um, well, good, good job, jobs, guys. We've um... show, show her the white fur clump. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you bag that as well? Did yeah, you? yeah, yeah, we took that. We took Here's that. your bloody cat, you ungrateful <laughs> bit. <laughs> Sorry, a random slam a meter. Okay. With that, she uh, retired back into our house. Oh, I guess we... Should we head back to the pub for some dinner? Do we have to roll to make sure none of us have spoiled her appetite by eating these biscuits? <laughs> no, these biscuits were absolutely delicious. As long as I still want my tea when I get back. Yeah, there, you're still craving it. Okay. Back to Hendrix's. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You guys, uh, we walk back to uh, Hendrick and the winged horse is uneventful. Uh, you can start to see it though now. You can start to see people are leaving their houses. People are going about their days a little bit, feeling a bit safer. Just a couple smattering of uh, random people that you've never met yet. But you can imagine they are either residents or people from other towns starting to make their way back into the city. And you guys get back to Hendrick and the left, uh, the uh, the winged horse. A nice hearty dinner, uh, like a nice kind of beefy stew with some potatoes. And you guys are all sitting down chatting, discussing whether or not she uh, will get another cat. When uh, the tavern door swings open and a man steps in. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. He seems quite young, probably late 20s. Quite long hair, but it's all kind of slicked back, almost into like a tight ponytail. He is completely naked not a single piece of clothing on him 
he's standing in the doorway of the winged horse. He's still got his like hand on the door itself as he's pushed it open. He uh, seems to be standing quite upright and starts, seems to have a bit of a kind of suave and demeanor to himself, apart from the fact he's completely naked. But he kind of looks a little bit crazy in the eyes. Eyes quite wide, dying about. Kind of locks on, locks eyes with you guys as you kind of half have a potato in your mouth or half eating your stew. Uh, doesn't bother covering up. He doesn't seem to be fussed about that bit. Just looks at you guys and he's like, Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Monsters and Madness. If you'd like to find out more about myself, you can find me on Instagram at Louis Hay, where I post a bunch of different silly sketches and doodles. If you'd like to find out more about John, you can find him on his Twitter at John Crinnan or his website, johncrinnan.com, where you'll find all the links to his stories and his other podcasts. You can find Carl on his Twitter at Carl Hughes, or you can visit hawkandcleaver.com to learn more about how they help fresh and upcoming podcasters. To find Daniel, you can find him on his Twitter at WilcoxAuthor or visit DanielWilcox.com to learn more about his books and his special boot camp to help new authors. You can find Andy CT on his Twitter at AndyCTWrites or visit TheOtherStories.net to hear some of his horrifically twisted creations. The Monsters and Madness theme tune was created by Timo Henderson. You can check out his website, timohenderson.com, to see what kind of awesome music he can create, especially for you and your next project. And lastly, our background music was produced by Daniel Birch and downloaded from freemusicarchive.org. Visit his website, danielbirchmusic.com, to see what other music he has available. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you soon.